Nigga, what's up? How gangster are you, cuz? I don't fuck with you, cuz you disrespecting me. I don't fuck with you, cuz you disrespecting me. I go hard, cuz. Hey, you guys. I hope you guys are doing good. Sorry, I had to reboot. StreamYard was like, it was doing some funky stuff back here. Can y'all see me? Can y'all hear me? Where my people's at? Where y'all at? Okay, y'all can see me? Okay, I'm here. I know I was supposed to start at uh, 3.32. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know we be having little technical glitches and shit. All right, good. Y'all can see me. All right. Y'all liking the hair? Thank y'all. Appreciate y'all. So we got a lot of stuff to get into, um, a lot of things to talk about. Um, and I feel like we have a lot of important stuff to talk about as well um, outside of this Tory and Megan situation. Okay, so it is a lot going on, honey. Yeah, once again, I feel like deja vu once again. Now, y'all remember back uh, a few months ago when the trial was going on? I've been saying for the whole duration of everything, I have absolutely no dog in this Tory and Megan trial. Do not care. It was just so convoluted. Whatever happens, happens. If he got off, he got off. If he didn't get off, oh fucking well. Um, and so it's very funny that I've been saying I have no dog in this fight. And as soon as he was found guilty, remember I was taking a nap. Who remembers that stream? I was taking a nap. I woke up, child, all these hotties, all these fans cussing me out, dragging me. You're going to be canceled. You'll never make another YouTube video again. Fuck you, bitch. Sending me threats, cussing out, you know, just cussing me out, just all types of stuff. And I said, well, damn. What happened to the protect black women? I didn't say shit about this girl. I didn't give a fuck about the situation. And I have that right, okay? Now, you know, I just find it very interesting because again, y'all pick and choose who y'all want to protect, who y'all ride for and everything else. You know, y'all said I was canceled six months ago. I said, that's fine. And I'm still here. Made, made videos the following week. It's been six months later. So now we're in August and I'm going through the same shit. So, which to me is just weird because now he's been sentenced. Why am I in it? Okay, I feel like Nene Leaks, honey. Like, you know that Nene Leaks meme? Why am I in it? Or was that Candy who said, one of them said that shit? Somebody from the Real Housewives. I'm not in my black ass business on Twitter. As soon as it broke, we posted it. We posted it on the YouTube community page. We posted it on Twitter. You know, as soon as it broke, Maddie was on it. We posted it right away. All of a sudden, there's a viral tweet. And my little insignificant, remember, I'm so insignificant. I'm not at a million subscribers. Nobody knows who the fuck I am. Somehow my little insignificant platform made it onto this viral tweet. So let's go ahead and share this tweet with y'all. This is a tweet that I think Spiritual World posted it. Um, I don't know if other blogs, you know, I don't really have good access to Instagram right now. Um, I, I have been kind of creeping with my back page. <laughs> but um, let me share my screen, y'all. This person is big bad. We go talk about it. Where is it? Okay, here it is. Let's go ahead and pull this up, child. <laughs> if they even use the the gift, the Jackie gift for my basketball wives. Can y'all hear me? Somebody said they couldn't hear me. Okay, my audio should be good. Y'all can hear me right. The audio is glitching. 
Somebody said the audio is glitching. Chat, I'm so over. We got to find another streaming platform. It's having audio issues. Is it fine? Because I'm, I'm literally this close to leaving StreamYard. I pay them like $300 for this shit, but it's always something with the audio, the video, the coloring. It's bullshit. Y'all, please, if y'all know any other streaming platforms I can use, let me know. Because in a minute, I'm a, I'm, they can't get no more checks. Okay, y'all can still hear me? I don't do Twitch. We're not doing Twitch. Um, okay. So this is what this person wrote. Navy with Barney. Oh, shit. Is this a Barney gang member? Oh, my God. Now a Barney gang member coming for tea. Oh, but we'll get on that in just a second, okay? So Navy with the Barney says, Tory Lanez. Oh, yeah, let me pull out my little tiny violin. Tory Lanez has finally been sentenced. And now that the trial is officially over, I pray that Meg sues the fuck out of Milagro Grams, Joe Budden, DJ Academics, Black Tea Blog, and that impressive lady on YouTube, Lovely T, Ash T Miracle, got the scoop. Put all them bitches under the jail. I said, well, damn, that was some pretty big names. How you get in it? What I get it? Joe, I said, okay. So I should be thrown in jail for committing no crime. I didn't are nobody. I ain't touched nobody kids. I ain't put hands on nobody, but we should be sued and thrown under the jail. Me, somebody who does not have a criminal record. What crime did I commit? Because I'm not a fan of your faith. So first, let me, let me address this. And this is why I don't stand for anybody or any fandom, because at the end of the day, I don't know these fans personally, and they will turn on you at the drop of a dime, okay? So this person is part of Barty, okay? Which is very interesting because, again, I've been saying this like the past few weeks. Not few weeks, excuse me, like past week. Barty gang has been salty with me because I held Cardi B accountable for her actions when she threw the microphone, okay? I don't care who you are. To me, right is right, wrong is wrong even if you're my friend, even if I fuck with you. And so a lot of them felt the way they felt like I shouldn't have, you know, held her accountable and, um, you know, people make mistakes. No, when you have things to lose, okay, then you have to act accordingly. Same way I feel no ways about Tory Lanez getting 10 years. Everybody keeps saying he got 10 years because of Megan, but let's really keep it real. He got 10 years because he's a three-time felon who was on probation, okay? Tory had something to lose. So what Tory should have done is get himself away from the situation because you're on probation. And so they have made an example out of him. So it's very funny that when you hold somebody's face to the fire, all of a sudden you should be sued and thrown under the jail. And this is why I don't stand for none of y'all because a lot of y'all not, you know, a lot of people on social media be fake as fuck. They fuck with you when you're praising their faves. When I'm praising Nikki, the barbs love me. When I'm praising Cardi, Barty gang loves me, okay? But then as soon as you hold them accountable, you're everything but a child of God. Now, let's keep this real, okay? I have said from day one, I'm not a Meg Thee Stallion fan. I said this way before the Tory situation. I've not, I, I've never been a fan of hers. It's something about her energy, something about her spirit. And I feel like 
she was doing a lot of, you know, just making up little shit, lying about little shit during the whole Carl Crawford situation. Because let me take y'all back. We're going to go back in time. Okay. When the Carl Crawford thing came out, she was, you know, the video, she was with the sucker and she claimed that, you know, he took advantage of her. He took advantage of her. The label was taking advantage of her. She was underage when she signed the contract. That's what she said. Then people got the digging and they found out she was at the big age of 23, meaning that she was definitely of age. So to me, if you can just lie like that about that, mm, okay, whatever, girl. So I was ready kind of off her. And then I just seen it was a lot of social climbing with her. And I'm just the type of person, I'm like this with everybody. Somebody who's a friend to everybody is a friend to no one. And that is the energy that I got from Meg. It was like one minute you in a video with G-Eazy, you know what I'm saying? Then she was running with like Jordan Woods. Her and Jordan Woods were real cool. And hey, friend, hey, friend, hey, friend. I did videos addressing all of this, even before anything ever happened with Tori, right? So then we fast forward to the whole C-19. Everybody's locked down, okay? During lockdown, I told y'all in 2020, before any of this shit ever happened, I'm not feeling Tory. I don't like him. I made a whole video dedicated to this whole demon time energy. Put a teacup if y'all remember me talking about Tory and other rappers who are promoting this demon time energy. Including Queen B who jumped on the track with Meg Thee Stallion talking about demon time. Okay? So I'm not a fan of his either. Because I thought quarantine radio was trash. It was just a big celebrity gathering. People just trying to get attention. Because he was holding a little, he was hosting a show. Boosie was hosting a show. You know, telling females to put their coochie lips on the gram for $1,000. It was all this debaucherous shit on my timeline that I didn't sign up for. I'm literally posting real information to help people through C-19. And my shit's getting dinged left and right, false info, false uh, misleading, fact checker this, fact checker that. But nobody's fact checking all this pussy that's going up and down my timeline. That's okay. But anybody being truthful was hit with a fact check. So, wasn't feeling either one of them. Then, as quarantine radio's going on, she... Ends up over there, her and Kelsey. And you can see that Kelsey and Tori are kind of feeling each other. Kelsey ends up catching C-19. And now all of a sudden, Megan slid in. But even before the whole Kelsey and Megan thing, remember, Kylie went to quarantine radio. Remember, he was, oh, Kylie. Oh, Kylie in the building. Kylie. Kylie's a dog. Let me see if I can find that video. I had it earlier. I have a lot of shit up. Let me see. Let me see. I have a lot, a lot, a lot of clips. Let's see if we can find it, y'all. I have like two pages. I don't think it's on this one. Anyways, there was music playing in the background, so I probably don't have it up, but y'all can go look for it. Kylie ends up on his thing. Is this it? No, that ain't it. Okay, anyways, I can't find it. It's someone. Is this it, maybe? 
No. There it is. Found it. Okay. All right. So this was the article back in 2020. Uh, Kylie Jenner, Tory dating, hot tub party with Megan Sparks rumors. And a lot of this stuff is down now because, you know, it's been two, three years. But he, she used to go on his live. She used to go on his live. Here goes another tab here. Tory Lanez hits on Kylie Jenner and fans are here for this potential romance. And in this stream, you see, I'm going to play a little bit because they have music. All right, just a bunch of noise. He's basically hyping Kylie up and oh, she's a she's a 10 out of 10. So, okay. So we have Kylie over there. People are speculating. We got Meg over there. We got Kelsey over there. So now we fast forward to the pool party in 2020. But even before the pool party, let me go ahead and remind y'all this, because we also spoke about this on this channel. Remember when Selena Powell came out with the goddamn neck brace on and shit, and she was in a wheelchair getting wheeled and shit? And everybody was like, bitch, what happened to you? And she was like, Tori had uh, two girls jump me, and she had all them bruises on her. This was in April of 2020, okay? So when Selena came out and told y'all that his little ass was violent and put hands on her, y'all laughed. Y'all said she was a whore. Uh, who cares? She's not a victim. Y'all remember, this? these were Selena's legs. This was before the July incident with the crew. A source close to Tori tells us that a Selena who, who approached and began to harass him the two have a very nasty history. And basically, he had Caitlin Garcia, who used to date Joe, Joe Budden, put hands on her. And she came online with a neck brace. You can't find the picture. But let me see. There was articles that verified it because there's no picture. I looked for the pictures earlier, and the pictures are no longer around. So he already had a history with another woman and everybody ignored that because again she wasn't the perfect victim nobody cared everybody went on business as usual um they were all still hanging with tori so now we move to the pool incident we see kylie's there meg is there kelsey Meg looks irritated. You see Tori coming in the frame. Don't let's keep it real. The only reason why Meg is even there is because at that time they were walk, they were working on the WAP video. Remember, all these girls were in WAP. Everybody had a wet coochie around that time. Okay, she was in WAP. Kylie was in WAP. So that's how they connected. But just a few months before that, it was all about her and her friend Jordan Woods. So now we see her bopping with Kylie. Okay, cool. So now, what I don't understand, and somebody needs to explain this to me, because y'all want to hold me to a standard that y'all don't even hold y'all's faves to. Because one of the comments I was getting from people is, you should be taken up for her because you're a woman. You need to stand with other women. You, that's wrong that you're not standing with her. When I'm saying, for, I'm just simply saying, I don't have a dog in this fight. Is she a victim? Absolutely. 
But that doesn't mean that I can't question her character and the things that she's done to other women. So she's not really a girl's girl, but somehow I'm supposed to be held to a standard that y'all don't even hold her to. Because while she's at the pool party with Kylie and he's flirting and, and playing in her face with Kylie, who she knew he already had feelings for her when he when she was on quarantine radio, she's feeling away. But the whole time, you know, good and damn well, he's smashing your best friend. That's some weirdo shit to me. That don't sit well with my spirit. And if that makes me wrong for that, oh fucking well, unsubscribe and move on. Because I can't claim, I can't sit next to a chick and call her my best friend. And the whole time I'm knowing I'm smashing her man. That's weird to me. Okay. So now on top of that, she's feeling away because he's flirting with Kylie, but you're messing with him as well. And, and your best friend don't know. So now Kelsey's feeling away probably because she knows she's messing with Tori and he's flirting with Kylie, you know, kind of being low-key disrespectful. So now both girls decide to leave. Remember, they were in such a hurry, somebody left their Louis Vuitton slippers and they had to come back real quick. So they leave and then they're all arguing in the car. And this is where we're at. This is how all of this stuff came to be because none of them had sexual control. She's messing with her friend's hookup. He's smashing two girls. Kelsey finds out, and now all hell is breaking loose. Okay? So, again, y'all can't hold me to no type of moral anything that y'all not willing to hold her, Kelsey, none of these people to. See, y'all always have a different standard for regular people than y'all do celebrities. Okay? Again, does that justify anything happening to her? Hands being put on her, her being shot, absolutely not. But what about this tiny man who was just accused of abusing somebody a few months ago? Why would you not think that he might do the same to you? But again, everybody dismissed Selena because she wasn't the perfect victim. She's a thought, so it don't matter. Again, like I said, when you have things to lose, you move accordingly. I feel absolutely no ways about Tory Lanez getting locked up, getting 10 years. He's lucky that's all he got. The man was looking at 20. They met his ass halfway. He had something to lose in that moment. So being that you're the one on probation, you're the three-time felon, why would you even engage in drama with some females? Like I told y'all six months ago, Instead of y'all sitting here trolling me every day, y'all need to look at the situation with Meg Thee Stallion, Tom Thumb, and Kelsey, and use it as a cautionary tale. Everybody's not your friend. Again, when you're a friend to everyone, you're a friend to no one. Everyone is not your friend. And initially, I felt bad for Kelsey because I thought she got the short end of the stick. And then we find out Kelsey's an idiot, too. Because instead of Kelsey putting her character and her brand first and doing the right thing, regardless if you like this girl or not, if this man put hands and feet on you, open your mouth. If you witness what happened, open your mouth. But again, Kelsey chose to put her man, her baby daddy, before her own self. Because as you guys all know, her baby daddy, he is co-oh, Darren Smith, that's his name. He's partner 
with Carl Crawford in 1501. He's co-owner. He works at 1501. So she thought it made more sense to protect 1501's brand than her brand by just doing the right thing. And now because she didn't want to do the right thing and she put her baby daddy and Tori and all these other people before her, now she's looking at actually being charged. They have no case against me. So this is what's going on now in Kelsey's world. Instead of her doing the right thing and putting her and her child first, she put all these men first. Now Meg Thee Stallion is demanding that ex-BFF Kelsey be found in contempt for blowing off deposition as she should. As she should. She was under a, a court order to come in and be truthful. And the only thing we got out of this weirdo was, I don't, I don't, I don't remember, I don't know, I don't know. Everybody was writing for Kelsey because, again, the whole story just didn't really make sense. They're saying Tori's DNA was not found. Megan is saying that Tori did it. Kelsey's not saying anything. The damn driver done. We can't nobody find the driver. He done skipped the country. He's so damn scared. So everybody was waiting for her to tell. Just tell the truth. Regardless if Tori did something or didn't do something or who was at fault, just tell the truth. And she spent more time pleading the fifth than actually telling what exactly happened. So to me, Kelsey's an idiot. And so if she ends up getting in trouble with this, oh fucking well. I feel no ways. She's an idiot. But, you know, again, like I said, the whole situation is unfortunate because when you really think about this, all these folks went through three years of nonsense over not being real, over not being real genuine friends, over trying to play each other. But again, I just find the thing, I just find it just very, very interesting that y'all want to hold me to a standard that y'all don't even hold her to. Remember, even after the shooting happened, she was running with her BFF Asian dog. Let's go there. I got a lot of damn clips. Asian doll clip of them on social media. I think this is it. Nope. Hold on. I need a new it is. Hold on. When I tag out, I literally like 30 screens. Sorry. Okay, here we go. Asian doll. There we go. Okay. So this was Asian doll and Meg. Remember after the shooting happened, they were in the club and Asian doll says, loyalty at its finest. She took a jet to support me. I'll never forget. I was down on my deathbed and she was the only person calling, making me laugh. No song or record could buy the genuine love that we share. We ride together. We die together. Hot dog girls for life. They were eating chicken. They had their liquor. And this was, and she tagged Megan, August 18th, 2020. So a month after everything happened, right? Then we fast forward to December, just a few months later. 
Remember, she was supposed to do a song with Asian Doll. Asian Doll wasn't big enough. She ended up doing a song with City Girls. So Asian really felt the way she caught her out. Remember, JT and Asian Doll were going back and forth. They were arguing. Carisha had to jump into it. It was a whole bunch of mess. I covered this. So then finally, Megan speaks out. She says, I hate that all this was blown out of proportion. It was never that deep as the comics made it seem. If I got on this app trying to defend myself every time somebody makes up shit about me or I'm clapping back at random other efforts, I don't know I'd be miserable all day. Then uh, she says, we got each other's number in real life. I don't have to say nothing to nobody on an app. Asian Dot replies back and says, we was real life friends. Fuck rap. You should have said some yesterday and cleared this shit up. But no, you let that hoe get in your ear and you don't even know that hoe. Okay? So again, y'all want me to have this whole girl code shit with somebody who don't have girl codes with other females herself. Y'all would not tie me into hypocrisy. Y'all's not going to do that. Okay? She is not a girl's girl. The way she's bounced from friend to friend. But somehow I owe her loyalty because we both share a vagina? Absolutely not. I have every right to sit back and watch how everything plays out. I said from day one, I'm not a fan of either. Long before this whole mess happened, the shooting, everything else. The only thing I've ever done is commentary on whatever topics were trending, whatever was viral. I've never sat up here and made up lies on this girl. I've never drugged her. I've never had my fans go attack her. But her fans have definitely attacked me. Her hotties have definitely attacked me and went in on me. For simply saying I have no dog in this fight. So again, this is why I don't I don't do the fandoms. I have no loyalty to any of these fandoms. So to the Barty gang member, good luck with your wishes. You know what I'm saying? Again, you can't destroy nothing you didn't build. So let's start there. I've gone this far in life without a criminal record, doing the right thing. And I plan on doing that, ma'am. So you can have all this wishful prayer and, and all this wishful shit for my downfall, but make sure that you understand when you're praying for somebody else's downfall, who's done nothing wrong. All you're doing is bringing karma to yourself. So the same downfall that you're trying to pray on me is the same downfall that will, that will befall your ass. So just know that miss Navy Barty. Okay. So that that's the only reason why I was tied in that is because they're mad because I held Cardi B accountable. If I'd have just been like, oh, Cardi did nothing wrong. She's from the Bronx. That's how we get down in the hood. My name wouldn't have been mentioned because they were commentators who were really dragging Meg for the filth, who were really disrespecting that girl, who were really going in on her, calling her a man and all types of bullshit that they always do to women. Especially black women who are tall and have more black features. Because again, if you have soft features and you're tall, then it's, oh, you're a model. But if you have more African features, that's a man. There are a lot of people who are doing that to her. I don't have to like everybody y'all like. I don't know when y'all gonna realize that. I am grown. I'm not of y'all's generation. All this standing that y'all do, kick rocks. If I should be locked up for simply saying I have no dog in this fight, and giving commentary, my opinion on what I see on social media, then by y'all's logic, your queen should be locked up because she actually dissed her in a song. Your favorite rapper, Drake, should be locked up because he actually dissed her in a song. 
We ain't forget. Since everybody should go to jail and be thrown under the jail, don't just stop, don't just stop at me. Did we forget this? We can only play so much, you know, the algorithm and shit. And then later on, and you know, Ruby Red uh, Sleeve, she says, you fucking bozo, that 40 cal make him dance like a go-go, which was definitely a clear diss to Meg. Because in the in the trial, they said Tory Lanez pulled out the gun and was like, dance, bitch, like it was Harlem Nights. So should they also be locked up too? Because I think that spread way more than my platform. So again, y'all only have smoking energy for people that y'all feel are beneath y'all. Y'all only have smoking energy for YouTubers and things like that. You know, and somebody said, yeah, they should be locked up. Maybe they should, child. But I don't recall ever coming out with a diss song on this girl. But she sure came out with a diss song on Kelsey. And Kelsey came out right back with a diss song on her. So tell me why you're really mad, Navy Barbie. Are you really mad? Because I'm like, I have no dog in this fight with this whole Megan Tory situation. Or are you really in your feelings because I held Cardi B accountable for throwing that microphone? in Las Vegas. And that is why you threw my name in the muck. But it's all good. It is what it is. Um, I've seen a lot of people, you know, windmilling for me. Don't even waste shots energy. Because again, I like I said, I went through this six months ago when they were canceling me, you know, and y'all, I mean, y'all had Lady J on TikTok windmilling. She was like, you see this shit? I'm going to go back and forth. I said, Lady J, don't argue with them kids. Let them say what they want to say. Let them, you know, be mad, be angry. Drag me. I'm used to it. I said, don't waste your energy. They'll be over it. They'll move on to something else next week. Next week, something else will be trending. So I, I'm not going to sit too much on the topic. Y'all know how I feel. Again, don't hold me to a standard that you're not willing to hold your own. Don't talk to me about no girl code. Bitch, you're talking about you need to apologize. I'm not apologizing for anything. I didn't apologize six months ago. I'm not apologizing now. I'm keeping the same damn energy. I have no dog in this fight. Megan is a victim. She got her justice. I feel no waste for Tory because against when you again when you had something to lose, you need to act accordingly. Same way I said with Cardi. When you have things to lose, you act accordingly. Okay? So it is what it is. If y'all want to, you know, cancel me and you know, TTA shit, feel free. Y'all been dragging me all night, you know. You know just I done, you know, I had my hair in an updo. They done snatched that fucking wig off and I had to put this one on. I mean, they just been dragging me all night, child, but it's all good. It is what it is. So we're moving on to other things now, okay? Um, as far as everybody else, everybody else can hold their own nuts and ovaries. I ain't got to talk about DJ AK and, and all these other people that were named. They all can make their own videos. They got platforms. They all can hold their own titties. The same way I'm up here holding my own shit. So I ain't got to speak on behalf of... I'm glad you're speaking. I'm not speaking on behalf of nobody else. Everybody else has their own platform. They can address it, just like I'm addressing it here. And I think DJ Academics was already addressing it. He was ranting and raving. I seen some clips on Twitter. So yeah, everybody else can speak for themselves. But um, yeah, good luck with that cancellation. 
This is why I I'm not standing nobody, period. All these fandoms are weird as fuck. So um, we're going to talk about some other stuff, though. Because I've been on here for 30 minutes. Shout out to all 11,000 people in here. Appreciate y'all. Man. So I want to talk about the conservative YouTubers. I, I have to keep it real. I have been really, really, and maybe I shouldn't be shocked, but I've been shocked. I got to keep it real. Now, y'all know for the past two days, we've been talking about the Alabama boat situation. And um, let me make this all so clear, because I was up till three o'clock in the morning editing my most recent video with the memes and, you know, Miss Tammy from the Gump. I don't know these people personally. I don't know Miss Tammy. I don't have a way to get a hold of these people. People talking about what their GoFundMe is. I'll have to go look for that online. I'm not about to promote a GoFundMe and then it ends up being somebody scamming. The only GoFundMe that I knew about was the 16-year-old boy. And when I went to donate, he had already shut it down saying that he's gotten more than enough money. I don't know of anybody else's GoFundMes. If y'all know them, make sure that they're really legitimate GoFundMes because there's a lot of scammers. So both of my videos, let me share this with y'all, have already been demonetized. And the most recent one, they've age restricted it. Hold on, here it is. So for y'all, y'all thinking, oh, she's just doing this for views and to get paid. I'm not making any money off of it. Okay, so let's start there. Um, and the the video, Tammy from the Gump, that was starting to like really go full force. Then they age restricted it, and it's been sitting at 65k ever since yesterday. Whereas the other video, it's not age restricted yet, so it's at 200K. So I want y'all to see when I talk about the demonetization and the age restriction, it's not even about the money. Once they demonetize you, they stop pushing it through the algorithm. Once it's age restricted, it's a no-go. People have to literally log in to even see the video. So I find it very interesting that the, my video is being suppressed, not shocked. Um, how many conservative YouTubers are quiet as a church mouse on this topic, okay? Y'all know I watch everybody. As long as you're not doing the same type of commentary, I love to watch other people. I'm into a lot of documentaries. I watch a lot of uh, news-based commentators. So I find it very, very interesting that some of the top conservatives on YouTube the Ben Shapiro's, the um, Candace Owens. Let me see, there's a few others, child. The Patrick Bet Davis. You know, I do like Valuetainment. I don't agree with everything, but I do like them. Mark Dice, Matt Walsh. They have been really, really quiet on this topic. And what I've noticed is that they have all stayed on code. What I find very, very interesting um, about this situation is that when it's Black folks, if these Black folks were all the way in the wrong, or let's say they wanted to go confront the white folks and the Black folks got their ass whooped, oh, this would be the main thing that these folks would be talking about, okay? Now, Jason Whitlock. He did talk about it. I don't know if the Hodge twins did. I haven't watched them. I don't know if they did. They might have. I know Officer Tatum talked about it. 
but I wasn't feeling their commentary. It was a lot of excuses. It was a lot of excuses coming from Jason. And I, and I like to watch things and just be fair. I go and I watch everybody without a bias because at the end of the day, I don't, I don't take offense to stuff. Your position and how you see things, that is your position. If I don't like it, I can leave, right? But Jason, it was like, damn, you're blaming everybody but the folks who started it. Well, you know, as I'm watching the video, the security guard, he's frilling his arms, he's in their face. You know, you, you, you're supposed to de-escalate. He came to them real aggressive. Do you know how many times that they had to have told that people to the point that it got to the point where he had to come aggressively? There was a whole boat of people, black and white, literally saying, move, bitch, get out the way. Get out the way, bitch, get out the way. The entire boat was chanting, move, bitch, get out the way. Get out the way, bitch, get out the way. How long do you think them people have been circling in that damn river trying to get off? Boat rides are fun for a few hours. After a while, you'll start to get seasick and you want to get back on damn land. None of these folks are calling out the entitlement that these white folks felt that they didn't have to move their boat. I saw another video from another person who was on the boat. They said that even before the boat left, they were saying, if this is y'all's boat, please move this pontoon. This boat cannot be here by the time we get back. Do you know that some of the white folks who had, who were friends of the people who owned that boat were on the boat, were on the big boat. And none of them said, hey, that's our boat. We'll go ahead and tell them to move. None of that stuff. So some of those white folks who had, you know, who were friends with the people who owned the little pontoon, they were also on the big boat. But Jason is up here talking about, oh, he was too aggressive. And then black women got blamed. Because the black girl is saying, uh-huh, uh-huh, beat they ass. That's what they get. Look how this black woman is instigating everything. She's wanting to see them fight. Maybe they're frustrated and that's why she's instigating everything, allegedly instigating everything because they sat there and watched the whole thing play out with these folks feeling like they didn't have to move, with these folks feeling like they were above the law. He had every excuse. I was like, wow, this is two for one. The day before he got mad at Bryson Gray. I was watching, they were talking about Andrew Tate because there's this big battle in the conservative community with Andrew Tate and, you know, Christian conservatives like, you know, Candace Owens taking up for him and then other people saying that he's just trying to turn over a new leaf because of the, you know, all this stuff in Romania. And so Bryson Gray was basically saying like, it's weird that y'all have all this disdain for Andrew Tate, but Andrew Tate is not much different than Donald Trump. Bryson Gray started quoting the Bible and was quoting out Christian hypocrisy. Jason Whitlock shut him down. We're not going to talk about Trump. We're keeping it on Andrew Tate. Nope, he shut him down. I've never seen him shut down somebody when you're supposed to be the orator of free speech. Shut Bryson Gray down, had an attitude because Bryson Gray was pointing out y'all's hypocrisy. Y'all want to have all this hate for Andrew Tate and his moves but not the same energy for Trump. When he's arrogant, he's loud, 
he's misogynistic. He got claims against him for, you know, assaulting women. So I don't know. I just that that's just two for one with me that he's he's done it back to back. Even Shamika Michelle came on there and kept it real. She said, well, I'm going to keep it real with you. When I seen them, you know what I mean, beating them white people and throwing that lady in the river, my shoulders couldn't stop moving. Bitch, I was rolling, rolling, rolling on the river. You know what I mean? Like, even she kept it real. She was like, you know what? I'm concerned, there, but you know, I still got a little bit of ratchetness in me. And Jason was so irritated by her commentary. You could tell he was not feeling it. He was so irritated by her commentary. Even with Officer Tatum, he was, it was too much walking on eggshells. Well, we don't know what was said. You know, we don't know if he cursed at them first. Were they wrong, you know, for hitting him and attacking him? Yeah. His energy was very soft, very neutral. Because when black folks mess up, oh, he be ready with the handcuffs, honey. This is what I be telling black folks. Black folks always doing this, this, and that. But he was very, he, would, he didn't have the same energy. Because I, I catch Officer Tatum, you know what I'm saying? When he pops up on my feet, he did not have the same energy with his reply. I was, you know, I was, I was just kind of, I'm kind of sidelining. Candace always won't shut the fuck up, ever. And she's had nothing to say about this situation. They're all talking about Neo and his beef with the trans community. That's what they're, that, her, uh, Ben Shapiro, they're all talking about that. I haven't watched, somebody asked me if I watch ABL. I haven't watched it. I don't know if he's done the video yet. Um, I, and I, I, I'm an ABL fan. He supports me. He, he's a tea sipper. You know what I mean? So um, I haven't seen ABL's commentary on it yet. I will watch it when I get a chance. I just saw Officer Tatum's today. And what I've noticed, a lot of them waited a lot of, a lot of days before they did their commentary. Usually when Black folks mess up, oh, them, child, they are going live that day. They got the tea. They got the receipt. Black folks are messed up. We're going to talk about it. Come on, get up in here. They are going live that evening. That studio is ready. They done sprayed that for brief. Let's go. Oh, it took them a few days to come out with this story. And I really feel like they're only talking, the ones who are talking about it, they waited because they were hoping more audio would come out showing that, that, that the, the security guard was somehow the aggressor. They were hoping that something else would come out to try and, you know, find a leeway and find an out for the white folks. Now, me and Emily had a good old conversation um yesterday and i told her, i was like you know I, i'm i'm very it's very interesting the stuff that is going on right now the silence of many in the white community to hold these white folks who are wrong accountable everything is now everybody's talking about peace and you know um these are just a lot of a lot of people just they were just bad it just wasn't that serious now everybody's copying please and wanting peace but when it's black folks messing up, everybody has commentary and we hold our own accountable. When black folks mess up, we hold them accountable. Me as a black commentator, I hold my own accountable. But it's very interesting that when 
white folks are in the wrong in this situation. I held them accountable just like I would have held it if it was black people. But where are all these other voices who always hold black people accountable, Mark Dice, but now you have nothing to say about your brethren and their entitled asses and their asses that got whooped. You're very quiet. Anytime a black person does something, you got your pen and pad. You going live the same day. Very, very interesting. They, this is what it means to be on code. I hope y'all are taking notes. That's why I tell you, you're supposed to watch everybody. You're like, oh no, how can you watch Fox? And I've watched everybody. You would never relegate me to just watching C and DMN or MSNBC. I watch everyone when it comes to news and news-related topics. I want to know what everybody's talking about. And this is what it means to be on code. They are trying to bury this story because they know they have big platforms. And if they bring light to it, showing white people acting, behaving badly, it's going to piss off their supporters. That is why a lot of them, Jason, Officer Tatum, they're walking on eggshells. Candace said, I'm not even going to touch the story. But trust me, if that was a brawl with black folks, oh, they, it was, if it was just all black people brawling, oh, they would have just, they would have ate it up. It had been trending. Even the mainstream media is not really covering it. Have y'all noticed that? Even the mainstream is not even covering it. It's still just local news in Alabama. It's not on the big mainstream platforms. Very interesting. Because again, if this was a black situation with black folks just fighting each other, all would be everywhere. But when you got white folks who were entitled, who started the whole drama, it's being brushed under the rug. It's really sad. Now, I do want to address something that Jason was saying. CNN did? Okay. Thank you for pointing that. I might have missed it. Good morning, America. Okay. Thank you. Because, like I said, a lot of them took a while. So, if it was on CNN and Good Morning America, okay, good. Because I didn't see them. But I know for me, I was when I was doing my edits, when I was on the story right away, it was mainly local. It was mainly local stuff. So maybe now the mainstream is jumping on it. But um, I also want to say this because one of the things that Jason said did kind of bother me. He was saying that basically he didn't like the way Black people were acting like this was such a spiritual thing and oh, that's where the slaves came and that's where the slaves docked. And you know, Black folks are acting like this video is like the coming of the Messiah. You know, he said like a lot of like just really, you know, trying to like just diminish. One, as black people, we laugh with our pain. That's why the memes, the jokes, when I tell you it was a key key. When that family literally threw the hat up like a bat signal and they're like, who? Huh? And they were doing the whole Wakanda thing, the Jabari tribe and grabbing the folding chairs. That is how we cope with shit. I'm going to tell you that whole situation was very spiritual, okay? Now, for y'all who are here for just the celebrity gossip, y'all may want to leave. You know, I know that's what y'all are here for. We're done talking about that. Now we're going to get into some real shit. We're going to get into some stuff that's really affecting my tea sippers. You know what I'm saying? We're going to get into some geopolitical stuff. I know that bores a lot of y'all, so a lot of y'all may want to exit. 
Okay. Um, to me, it was very spiritual, and I'm gonna tell you why. Usually, like with my spirit, when I see fight videos, I've told y'all this in the past. It's hard for me now where I'm at to watch fight videos. I remember when I first used to come on social media, oh my gosh, everything, world star hip hop, you, we'd watch, you know, Sharkeisha. I would watch a lot of fight videos, you know what I'm saying? And as I gotten older, it really bothers my spirit. I don't even like to see people falling. Like, you know, like how people have channels for like accidents and stuff. I hate to see people falling, breaking legs. It just, it, it you know, it creeps me out. It just bothers me. I didn't get this with this video. I was literally transfixed, watching, trying to find different angles, you know, just transfixed with everything going on. You know why I was so spiritual to some people? There were people, there was a woman, an older black woman who left a comment. She said she's 62 years old. And when she saw that young boy jump in that river, it made her cry. You know why that brought chills to a lot of people? That young boy didn't think about how deep that river was. He saw somebody in need. He saw a coworker, somebody he looked at like a father figure in need and did not hesitate to jump into the water, put himself at risk. How many people do we know that are strong swimmer, swimmers and they've jumped into waters like Lake Lanier and they've drowned? That young man could have drowned. Thank God he was a strong swimmer. Maybe that was the spirit of the ancestors pushing him and guiding him through that water. Because when he came up out that damn water like Aquaman and was busting heads, I've never seen nothing like that. That little boy was slamming people. He was busting heads after he just got done swimming with one shoe on. If that's not spiritual, I don't know what is. That was a baby going at grown men who were wrong. And for y'all, for my white subscribers, y'all know I fuck with y'all. But let's keep it real. They were bothered because that old black man was a form of authority and they weren't trying to have it. And you know why? This is one thing that Emily brought to my attention. Remember. Before the black boy ever jumped in the water, there was a white boy. Nobody's talking about the white boy who had on the blue shirt that was part of the crew. Nobody's talking about that. Remember, the white boy ran to break it up. What did they do to the white boy? They just pushed him away like, get up out of here. This ain't got shit to do with you. The reason why they didn't put hands on that white boy and jump him, because they saw themselves in that little white boy. That could have been their son. When the black boy got out the water, they were swinging. They didn't have that same connection with that little black boy. That's why he was picking them up and body slamming their ass. So you can't tell me one about race because when the white boy with the crew shirt on that was a part of the crew went to go defend the black man, they gingerly pushed him out the way. They didn't jump on him. They didn't hit him with no fist. And guess what? What'd he do? He stayed on cold. He stayed the fuck up out of it. He went back to wherever he was going. He wasn't out there fighting with the rest of the crew. This was very much race motivated. People saying, well, it doesn't matter if the security guard was black. It was just probably how he was coming at them, this and that. It was. 
They weren't trying to hear this black man in authority tell them nothing. They had been asked multiple times to move. There were many people given the same account and these folks refused to move. Another reason why this is very, very spiritual is if you guys don't understand what is going on globally, please wake up. We've been talking about this for the past two days on Discord. So why, you know, y'all are over here losing sleep behind Tori and Meg and, you know, wishing me to be thrown in jail for stupid shit. Um, we've been in the Discord having real conversations about what is going on right now. Right now, if you guys do not understand, there's a potential war looming, okay? So back, this is why I say all of this stuff is very, very spiritual. The whole Alabama situation, poor people, people who have been marginalized, they are tired. They are speaking up. Matter of fact, before I even get into what's going on with Africa, let me go back to Billy Porter. Billy Porter, who was in Pose, and I love Pose. I watched all three seasons. That was my show. He has now come out and said that he has to sell his home due to the actor strike. He cannot afford the cost of living anymore. Let me find that news clip real quick here. It's getting real out here. We have celebrities struggling, the actor strike, all types of things are going on right now. Let me share my screen. So we're gonna watch this really quick so we can see how all this stuff ties in. And you know, Billy Porter is one of those actors on strike, and he's just joined the list of thousands of people out of work, and he says financially impacted by all this. So the actor is selling his house, saying just like many artists, he's living check to check. In an interview with UK's Evening Standard, Porter says, quote, so to the person who said we're going to starve them out until they have to sell their apartments, you've already starved me out. Porter made, his, Porter made history as the first openly gay black man to win a drama lead actor Emmy for Pose. All right. So y'all just saw that video. Let me come back on the screen here. So Billy Porter is now forced to sell his home. Now, I don't know if it's because Billy Porter is living, you know, possibly, he said he's living paycheck to paycheck, which is very interesting. But this is going, this is showing you that Hollywood is just a big facade. Because remember, this was Billy Porter not too long ago at the Grammys. This is why I don't envy any of these people. This was him at these Grammys. This looks like a very expensive hat. Remember this hat? It was motorized to block out the haters. All that shiny shit he's wearing. Again, y'all be thinking these folks are living this tripe life. They're that guy or girl. And now we're finding out he can't even afford his home. He has to sell it. Okay? So it's getting real out here for a lot of people. Again, we have the Hollywood strike going on, the writer's strike, the actor's strike. We have the fight in Birmingham. And now we have a lot of things that are going on currently in Africa. 
let me pull up the Discord. We've been having this convo for the past two days. Because to me, this is really what I care about. I don't really care. Like I said, it just it makes me no different in storage room or whatever. Um, where's my other screen? I got so many screens up. I think I'm done with this side here. Okay. So if y'all don't, if y'all don't know, a few months ago, this is pretty hush hush. <laughs> y'all still in the damn international uh, newsroom going in. That's why I'm getting all these dang on alerts. Let me see if I can find what I wrote. I had a bunch of stuff kind of stamped. Okay, child, whatever, I can't find it. Okay, so basically back in March of this year, if y'all don't know, Russia made an announcement, Vladimir Putin. He came on, he basically said that he is going to wipe the debt, $20 billion debt to multiple countries in Africa. He's wiping their debt. A lot of them are under, you know, debt to the United States, China, Russia, the European Union, all that stuff. So Vladimir Putin came out, he said he was going to wipe the debt. And so when I heard about this back then, I'm like, yeah, this Dude is playing the long game. And I, I've said this from day one, okay? He's playing the long game. China, his best friend, you know, that's my best friend. She a real bet. Got her own money. She don't, that's his best friend, right? They're playing the long game. China has basically taken over Africa, right? We've been talking about this for years. So now Putin has come in and he's decided to wipe the debt of several African countries. And so a lot of African countries were super happy, super excited. Putin is the man. And now we fast forward to August. When did this take place? August 7th. Niger basically had a coup and they ousted the, the Democratic chosen president of Niger. He was put in by the French in the United States. And so they have basically ousted him. And right now, there is so much unrest that is going on um, in Africa that we may be potentially getting into a war. And I don't think anybody is even focusing on this or realizing this, okay? Um, the coup is a very big thing. And right now, ECOWAS, which stands for the Economic Communities of West African States. There are 15 countries that are in ECOWAS, um, Nigeria being one of them, uh, Liberia, uh, Ghana, Cote d'Ivory, AKA Ivory Coast, um, Burkina Faso. So there's several countries that are part of Iwa, ECOWAS. And so they were kind of put together you know, with the help of the West. And so now they're trying to have sanctions towards Niger and say that, you know, at this point, if Niger is not um, following, they're going to be sanctioning them. So they're not going to allow any food and things into the country. And I'm trying to find this damn post. I wonder if I screenshotted it. I got to find this post. Because America is also trying to jump in the sanction as well. Okay, it's coming up. I know where it's at. Give me just a second. 
it is getting real out here. We have so much dialogue. Okay, here it is. Star Child posted it. Okay, we found it. So, let me share my screen. We found it. All right. So this is the dis this is back into my Discord. So they're saying Niger, uh, Niger has suspended the export of gold and uranium to France. France has suspended aid to Niger after the coup. One out of every three light bulbs in France is powered by uranium from Niger. Uranium generates electricity, yet only 18% of Niger's citizens have access to electricity. Okay. So now, old man Jodan got himself involved, child. The United States of America threatens to withhold aid to Niger due to the military takeover. The Niger military said they should keep their aid and give it to their millions of homeless people in the United States of America. Charity begins at home. Child, I had to clutch my invisible girls. I wasn't ready for that shit. I was not ready for Niger to shade the fuck out of America. They said, stimulus money. We don't care if you keep y'all's aid. Give that aid to your homeless. You know all the homeless people in LA? You know all the homeless people in New York? Charity starts at home. We don't need no money from you. Russia got this. So for y'all who are wondering why they're running around in certain countries of Africa, you know what I'm saying, holding up the Russian flag, because Russia cut that chat. Russia wiped that debt, okay? So this is how this is going to affect us here in the States. Uranium is a big damn deal. I know they love to spin it that Africa is just poor. There's nothing there. If there's nothing in Africa, why are all these European countries, why is the West always there? You have to ask yourself that. Uranium powers lights and everything else. The, the main issue is that they're trying to start a pipeline. And they're starting that pipeline from Nigeria. It's going through Nigeria and a bunch of other countries. And they want to start siphoning uranium and oil to Europe. Because that war in Ukraine, it's, it's affecting everything globally. Okay? Vladimir is playing the long game. So they want to siphon all of these resources, yes, and gold. They want to siphon all these resources from Africa, build this pipeline, okay? And... Take all this to Europe, but not pay them. So now the Africans are saying, no, we're not doing this anymore. You're not siphoning our uranium. You're not taking our oil. You're not taking our gold. How dare you take from us to go benefit France, to go benefit Europe? You're not even cutting us a check. Remember, when we put sanctions on Russia, and we say, we don't want anything from Russia. We're not going to allow any imports from Russia. One of the things that we are allowing from Russia is uranium. Why wasn't that stopped? Because we need uranium to power everything. Who Put a teacup in if y'all remember me telling y'all this two, three years ago. I told y'all that the battlefield would not be on solid ground. 
the battlefield is going to be via technology. And right now with the power that Russia is having, especially with these nations, the West is scared. This is really serious, you guys. He literally has the power right now if we're not able to get uranium. It's bye-bye for the lights, for the electricity, the grid. Remember the grid? This is real. So yeah, I don't have the energy to cry tattoo tears about Tory getting 10 years because this actually affects me, you, your family. Right now, it broke this morning that France has sent over military people. I'm trying to find the post that I posted to y'all earlier. Because I told everybody to do their homework. Put a teacup if you're in the Discord and you watched all the videos that I posted earlier today. I'm trying to find my post. We have a lot of posts on here. So like everything gets pushed down. You got to scroll back up to see. Oh, yeah. Night Coder posted this. Shout out to Night Coder. That's my French tea sipper. Bonjour, <laughs> mon ami. Uh, let me go ahead and share this. He posted this um, as a reminder. So these are just like some of the things, like this is a map. So you can see here the crude oil, the coffee, the grains, the gold, Colton, um, just everything. There's so like Africa is so rich in minerals. You know, the, the Colton is what also, Coltan is what also is used in cell phones, like to make your iPhone, your Android. So all of these minerals are there. This is what they're really fighting for. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I'm trying to find my post. What I posted this morning. So yeah, we have a lot of like we have a celebrity chat room. You know, we you know when you want to have escapism, we go there. But we also talk about real shit in here. But I'm trying to find my post that I did earlier. More post because there was a video in there, and I don't have the link on me. Here it is. Okay, so I said, good morning, everyone. Never forget what happened to Libya. Everyone's hands are dirty. The resources globally are dwindling. There is a spiritual battle going on and the great divide is happening. The poor are no longer sitting back, allowing the rich to exploit them. I'm going to be going live later on to address a lot of stuff. Um, in the meantime, get caught up. Niger is preparing for foreign invasion. Several voluntary battalions were formed in the capital and the armed forces are on high alert. France just invaded their airspace. This is homework. See y'all in a few hours. So remember, Jackson had posted this on Twitter, and he says they want to destroy Niger like they destroyed Libya with Gaddafi. This was Libya when Gaddafi was in power. This is Libya today with American democracy. So a lot of people are waking up. And then I also posted, you know, the video for y'all to watch about um, the Nigerian president, uh, Tinubu. So Tinubu is just a horrible, just whatever child, just a trash president. Um, he's backed by a lot of foreign powers. Um, he got the nerve to be talking about some damn, uh, you know, we might be willing to go to war with Niger. 
Meanwhile, the Nigerians are like, we don't even have electricity half the damn time. All our shit is being powered by generators. If that, we, we don't want to go to war for all this. It's sad because it's always the people that end up suffering that are being used like pawns. The people don't want to fight. This ain't they fight. Let Niger handle that. Ecowoc don't want to really fight. They don't really do too much of anything anyways, but what the West tells them. Right now in South Africa, um, we had a real good conversation yesterday about the stuff that was going on in South Africa. Because I know a few months ago, they were dealing with a lot of rolling blackouts. And so one of the discorders that was in South Africa, she was kind of breaking it down. And she was like, no, 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 this is not a temporary thing. This has been going on for a while. And now it's just basically exacerbated itself. So right now what's going on in South Africa, this is why I say all this stuff is spiritual. All of this, everything that's happening on the continent, everything that's happening here in America, all of this is spiritual. Right now, currently in South Africa, there, there's so much fighting. People in South Africa are pissed, okay? Unfortunately, you have a segment that's calling for the death, I think I can say that on this stream, of white people. This is how crazy it's getting. When I tell you it's something spiritual that is going on. In Africa, in South Africa, they are dealing with these blackouts. What happened from what um, the South African young lady was telling me is that the people in power, the government, they were basically, once again, siphoning from the people. They were selling electricity to all of these neighboring countries and to overseas. But as they're getting the money, right, so they're selling the electricity to their neighbor and to Europe. But as they're getting the money, they're not fixing the infrastructure. They're literally pocketing the money. So now South Africa is in turmoil and it's very, very hard for them. Um, yeah, somebody said Nigeria is not Nigeria. These are two different countries for people who are confused. Yeah, Niger and Nigeria are two totally different countries, y'all. Um, somebody said teach them tea. And if I'm talking too deep, please let me know. My stream is still working for now. They're playing with my melanin, though. I see the stream is getting lighter, but whatever. That's StreamYard for you. Um, so South Africa is going through it. And right now, it's getting bad. So when I tell you this whole racial thing, it's not just happening here in America. It's not just what happened down in Alabama. There is a, there is a global spirit where a lot of people who are being oppressed, they are getting up and they're fighting back. And it's getting real out here, all over, from Hollywood to regular people boycotting at jobs, at picket lines, fast food workers. They are tired. Mr. Igor, who owns, who's the CEO of Disney, and you know, he, he owns all of this. He makes $78,000 a day. But you have SAG Afro people who don't get a living wage. How do you make $78,000 a day? You won't be able to spend that in a lifetime. The greed is real and people are tired. So we're going to watch what's going on currently in South Africa. Let me go ahead and share my screen real quick here. 
because there's a race war that may end up breaking out again in South Africa. So Sky News was reporting this, the anti-white racism that's going on. So we're going to watch this real quick. Oh, hold on. Y'all can't hear it. Oh, wow. Hold on. Why is it not? Oh, my God. We're going to try it again. I'm sorry. I didn't know y'all couldn't hear it. Hold on. Let me go back to the timestamp. Okay. Stream, y'all better stop playing with me, child. Let me try it again. I'm sorry about that. Okay. Let me know if y'all can hear it. I'm about to play it again, y'all, because y'all have to hear what they're saying. It's very important. About killing white farmers in stadiums full of supporters. Can y'all hear that? I paused it. Let me know if y'all can hear it before I keep playing it. Okay, y'all can hear now. Okay, okay, good. All right, let me let me scroll it back a little bit. I'm sorry about that. I didn't the when you guys comment, it comes after the fact, so it's not in real time. So I'm sorry about that. Okay, we're gonna start again. No worries. Some other parts of the world, like South Africa, where political leaders chant about genocide, about killing white farmers in stadiums full of supporters. Shoot to kill. Kill the poor, the farmer. Kill the poor, the farmer. That was the leader of the Economic Economic Freedom Fighters Party, Julius Malema. And if you think he is even a little bit sorry about it, then think again. I will sing this song as and when I feel like. It's not my song, it's a struggle song. Now, this chant of killing the Boers, killing the white farmers is being presented as just a civil rights anti-apartheid chant, as if that shocking history of farmers being targeted in brutal attacks where they are robbed, tortured, and in some cases murdered, as if that's never happened. These attacks are real, and yet this murderous chant is not only tolerated but celebrated by some race-baiting miscreants. In the space of a week in June this year, there were seven farm murders, and these cases are horrific, including Pierre and Belinda de Kock, who were murdered on their farm in Picketburg in the Western Cape. Their bodies found with stab wounds to the neck. That was within days of one of the most sickening attacks uh, where Anique and Henny Klassen, both in their 70s, were tortured 
before being set on fire while still alive. Seven farm murders in the space of a week. These people okay. are real. I'm not going to, oh, I just hate hearing about stuff like that. It's sad. It's sad. Um, so we're going to listen to this real quick. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. There was another. Is this the one? No. Okay. I can't. Put... Okay. This is the other one I wanted to show y'all. So this is, you know, because like I said, this is real right now. And this was from five years ago. They were saying that they were tired five years ago. And now we're here in 2023. Listen to what this man says. Condemned it. But this crime does not only happen to white farmers. It also happened to black farm workers. The case lit a fuse and drew large protests at court. White farmers own vast tracts of land in South Africa and receive little sympathy. The white people's quality of life in this country is at its highest. They live a world, a first world lifestyle in a third world country. And the majority of the population lives a third world lifestyle in a third world country. So, and that yeah, Did y'all hear that? I know he has a strong, sexy South African accent. He said the majority of the whites in South Africa live a first world lifestyle in a third world country but the south africans live a third world lifestyle in a third world country that was five years ago let that sink in so i believe that this is why a lot of the conservative youtubers a lot of like the white media the ones who you know as soon as black folks do something there you know hey y'all i'm live at the you know we got, we got to talk about this this is why they're not having this conversation. There is some, you can feel the energy in the air. There is some type of uprising coming and it has been boiling and boiling and boiling. Now we have leaders singing songs saying kill white farmers. When before five years ago was the people saying that. Now you have the leaders. You have this uprising in Niger that's going on. You have the Alabama boat situation that went on, black versus white. And I don't even want to so much dwell on race because I think race plays a factor in things, but I don't even want to so much dwell on race. It's really the under, it's really the disenfranchised. It's the poor against the rich. It's the regular man and woman against the elite, the people who are running everything, people are tired. The resources are damn near gone. Who who holds the resources will make it into the next century. And right now, I don't know where we stand in all that as Americans, you know? So while, like I said, you know, it's good to spill tea and talk about celebrity news, you get way more on this channel that you're not going to get elsewhere. We're going to talk about real shit that's really affecting people, you know. Um, it's, it's sad. It's, 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 a, it's a spirit. It's something spiritual going on. So Jason Whitlock can try and dismiss it and say, oh, Black people are just over-exaggerating and black, you got Black folks crying over this, like this was some type of Martin Luther King situation. No, it's not about that. That, that whole Alabama beatdown <clears throat> was a microcosm 
of what's going on in America with a lot of people. It's people being tired, people being tired of the disrespect, people fighting back. It's very funny that, you know, folks are trying to make all these excuses like, well, you know, the, the security guard was coming off aggressive. He was furling his arms. He was doing this and that. Well, sometimes the police come off aggressive and talk aggressive. And y'all say, well, you need to follow authority. You need to, you know, you don't fight back with the police. This man was in a position of authority. And not only did they disrespect him, they swung on him first and then jumped him. So authority only goes one way. Because when it's a citizen not respecting authority towards the police, y'all have everything to say about that. Should have followed orders. Oh, well, stop fighting. Just lay there. And they should, right? You don't want to escalate anything with somebody who has a potential gun. But why when this Black man and this company had asked these people several times, why didn't they do what y'all preach all the time? Follow authority, follow orders. Remember, had they followed the rules, they wouldn't have got their ass whooped. Had they did what they were supposed to do, Becky wouldn't have been hitting the head with a chair. The other man wouldn't have been hitting with the, in the head with the chair. This whole situation escalated because of ego, folks being drunk, and people feeling like they didn't have to respect that black man's authority. That is how they got into this situation. But again, there's no personal responsibility. What came first, the chicken or the egg? They were told to move multiple times. The fact that that man had to go and try to untie their boat from the dock to get it to move so their boats could pull in, it wasn't until they seen him physically touching their boat that they came out ready to pop off. So yeah, there's a spirit going on. There's definitely a spirit out here. There's a spirit going on. Um, the poor and the disenfranchised, they're waking up and they're fighting back. And this is going to affect us here. Um, expect higher electric bills, expect higher prices again for gas. I know I filled up the other day, it cost me 80 bucks. I'm like, damn it, it's going back up. Because last time I filled up, it was around 60. So expect things are gonna be a lot higher. Because if they're not able to get that uranium, America may start dealing with some rolling blackouts. We may start looking like South Africa as quiet as it's kept. Because right now, they're really trying to figure out what, what they need to do. Remember, they blew up the Nord Stream pipeline. They claim it was Russia, but... Either way, it's gone. Remember, they don't want anything from Russia but uranium. So this is going to affect us all. Yep. Remember, uh, thank you, uh, Miss Carol. Shout out to Miss Carol from Harlem. <laughs> she said my electricity is going up. It is. Remember, wasn't Plies on here cussing at Well, not he wasn't cussing at but he was cussing out the electric company. He had a $1,200 bill. Do y'all think like, like, 
These are gains. These are real people's bills that they're getting. $1,200 for electricity. And it's only going to get worse. It's only going to get worse. Oh, yeah. Plies had every right to go off. That's insane. $1,200 for electricity and that's somebody's rent. That should be the cost of somebody living in an apartment. That is why everything is going up. Y'all got to really pay attention to what is going on globally. Like I always tell you, I know it sounds cliche. I sound like I should be a cast of the Lion King, but we are all one big circle of life. What affects somebody over here in this itty bitty country will affect us over here in our country. That's just globalization. That's just what it is. And C-19 should have woke everybody up to that. How fast the virus can spread. That's one thing I will give Trump props for, is that when everybody was calling him racist and everything else, for saying, nah, can't no more Chinese people come. Stay in China with that shit. They called him everything but a child of God. He was all types of racist. No, he did the right thing. Y'all keep that bullshit over there. You want to play with y'all's people's health? You stay over there and play in Wuhan with y'all's people. Had he not shut down the airports and said he didn't want none of them coming here, it would have been even worse here in America. And the crazy thing is, China is one of the most racist countries. So many expats are fleeing China because now they've turned on all the expats there. So many black expats have left, white expats. If you're not Chinese, there's literally nothing for you now. Even the Chinese are struggling to get jobs. So because they can't get jobs, they're now turning on the expats. But folks ain't ready for that conversation. The Chinese can disrespect the Africans. Remember when C-19 was around, they kicked all the Africans out of their homes and told them to sleep on the streets and try to blame C-19 on them. How did it go from being in the lab to now it's the Africans living in China's fault? Remember them big groups of African men forced out on the streets? So they can be as racist as they want to be. But the second America says, no, we're not dealing with, you know, this with China, TikTok and everything else, America's wrong. They can cry tattoo tears. Anytime we pull a them on them, it's an issue. They're almost like a crazy boyfriend. You know, the boyfriend can cheat and do all types of shit. But the second you pull a you on them, it's an issue. That's China in so many words. But I'm not going to make this stream too long, child. I've been out here for an hour and 20 minutes. Let me start running my damn mouth. Um, what else did I want? Oh, yeah, I had to talk about one other thing before I go. Let me make sure I hit up all the points globally that I wanted to hit on. So I, I suggest that y'all start researching what is currently going on right now. Um, y'all can go on Twitter. Y'all ain't got to believe nothing I said on this stream. Do your own research as to what is going on, how we will be greatly affected here in America. You know, y'all be so focused on stuff that really, in the grand scheme of things, it's it's not going to affect you. Megan and Tori, in the grand scheme of things, it's not really affecting you. But this situation in Niger is definitely going to affect you financially. All these layoffs and picketing and striking, it's affecting people. You got Billy Porter not having to sell his home. And he's aced. 
So imagine all the people who are not A-list, how much they're struggling now. Look at all the concerts being canceled. There is an energy that is going on. Can I get real deep real quick before I go? Let me talk real quick about um, these concerts and people throwing shit. Everybody keeps asking, why are people throwing stuff? Why are they disrespecting these celebrities? Why are they throwing things? Do y'all not understand that a lot of this stuff is spiritual? And sometimes people will do things and it's not really them acting. Lucifer is the, the father of music. A lot of this music is not high vibrational at all. Okay. A lot of these people are throwing things at these celebs because they represent the power structure. And they're, they may not even be psychologically aware of why they're doing it because they're being moved spiritually. It's so many celebs being disrespected, having things thrown at them. This has been going on for like the past year or two. And what I've noticed is that they try to act like when it comes to Drake, OSHA's bras, it's a, a big titty bitch just, you know, throwing bras at Drake. But if you go on TikTok, they're hitting him with shoes as well. Don't let Drake's PR team fool you. He's getting hit with real shit as well. People ain't just throwing bras on stage for, for Drake. But they got to play it. They got to downplay it because they need Drake to make that money. There's a spiritual battle going on right now in the world, in every facet, technology, entertainment. And I also believe the fact that people are throwing so many things, these agents of chaos, it may end up being a situation where then they can usher in these AI acts. Because you can't hurt an AI. Well, you guys are disrespecting the human performers. Y'all are throwing things at the human performers. Well, now we can have an AI of Beyonce like we did the hologram of Tupac. Tory can't seem to stay out of trouble. He's a not one, but three-time felon. Well, let's replace him with FN Mika. Remember, FN Mika, the AI rapper, remember, he signed to a label. I haven't taught my FN Mika a whole year before this whole situation went viral. And I was talking about how a lot of influencers are being replaced by AI. Remember, FN Mika was supposed to be a test run. Can we get him popping enough to where people really buy this, make good music? The only reason why they stopped the FM Mika thing is because he kept saying the N-word. And people found out that it was an Asian man, like I told y'all this a year before, who created FM Mika. And people felt a way. Now, we're not going to have an Asian man be the creator and feel like he can keep using the N-word. So they shut it down. Remember the black guy who voiced FM Mika's raps? He came out copping, please. But they're going to try again. Even the other day, remember I posted on Discord. I said, so it begins. I was watching the Real Housewives of Atlanta and a commercial came on. A lash, a, a Maybelline lash commercial, you know, mascara. 
and the AI bitch is sitting here talking about, uh, you know, are your lashes real? Bitch, are you real? Don't worry about my lashes, honey. Do you have real lashes? A AI woman is trying to tell me about mascara. Somebody who's not even human. But I told you all of this was coming down the pipeline, but y'all said I was crazy. I was a lunatic. And now here we are. Now we have AI bots in, in TV commercials asking us humans if our lashes are real. I said the audacity of this bitch. Really, ma'am? Let me get a cup of water. Pour it on her. Just splash her ass with some damn water. Get your ass out of here. You got actors right now who are who are literally starving. Can't get a gig to save their life. They're on strike. And y'all got the nerve to be having AI people sell mascara instead of using a real damn human model. Get your ass out of here, Maybelline. So yes, I'm Stuff coming down the pipe. I'm gonna read these super chats. Oh my, I forgot all about the super chats. Today. I'm sorry, y'all. Let me read these super chats before I go here. Um, oh, we got a whole lot of them. Oh, let's see. My journey sent ten dollars. Says at work listening to you, T. I love you. Showing love from Las Vegas, Lando Maria Johnson. Love you and watch you and watch all of your videos. Thank you so much, sis. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you're enjoying the stream. Appreciate you. Um, let's see here. A trip down memory lane says, lovely T, I just love when you say the phrase, everything but a child of God. I be dead as fuck. I love your channel one year in. Thank you so much. And thank you for being a membership on my, being a member on my channel. I appreciate your support of one year. Thank you so much. Um, let's see here. Ah, Deja Vu says, T, what are you wearing on your lips? Y'all not love my Knicks. Knicks, what, what color? Lava cake, lava cake. So thank you so much, love. Uh, let's see here. Tiniest little Kiwi sent $10. Says hello from New Jersey. T, happy Thursday. How are you? I also heck Vlad and your haters. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah, y'all know me. I don't, I don't stay mad long. I'm over the Vlad situation. It is what it is. But I do appreciate like all the love and support. Um, and I do, you know, I went back and I kind of watched my stream. I'm like, damn. Cisco caught a few strays from me. So yeah, let me apologize to Cisco. Cause I was like, ain't nobody checking for no motherfucking. I was kind of going in on Cisco. Cisco ain't do nothing, child. I'm sorry, Cisco. I had to think about it. I said, oh no, I shouldn't have did that. You know, Cisco brought us great lyrics like, swallow you like Reese's Pieces. Come on, girl, you know I need this. These are the times we all wish for. Man. I said, okay, let me, I'll take it back, Cisco. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said you was washed. You know what I'm saying? I was like, oh, let me go ahead and play some Cisco music real quick. I felt bad, you know what I mean? He kind of pop, pop, pop. He caught some strays, you know what I'm saying? But I had to make my point clear, you know what I mean? I had to make my point clear, but I'm big enough to apologize to Cisco. He didn't deserve, you know, getting hit by strays. That was mainly for Vlad and his, you know, ratchet platform, you know what I mean? But I can be big enough to say, I shouldn't have did that man like that. Let me check it for Cisco. You look like so, <laughs> so shout out to Cisco, okay? Thong, 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 thong. <laughs> so thank you for the super chat, love. Um, let me see here. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I've been over a child. I think all his comments 
in on, on like on Instagram and on uh, YouTube have just been tea sippers, hoodie going in on them. But like I said, I don't, I don't, I don't stay mad long. Like being angry and just being mad and holding baggage, you know what I'm saying? It just it ages you, it stresses you out. And meanwhile, that motherfucker's at home sleeping fine. He ain't worried about me. You know what I'm saying? He's good. So I was over it the next day. I was doing some artwork. Y'all know I like to do my arts and crafts. So I had um, my son recording me do some stuff. So I'll be posting it soon. So I just kind of spent the rest of the weekend doing my little arts and crafts with my little bling bling stuff. So child, we over it, honey. And they're, they're still looking into my Instagram. Like I said, if I get it back, I get it back. If I don't, it is what it is. Um, but we're definitely posting on the YouTube community feed. We're posting on Twitter. We're posting on Facebook. So you guys can follow me over there. So we're not going to stop doing what it is that we do here regardless. But I did have to call out Vlad because he's he's wrong. You know, he plays these games with YouTubers that he feels are smaller than him, you know, striking people's channels and stuff like that. So somebody had to call him out. So I did that. It is what it is. Um, but yeah, moving on. Let's see here. Lovely Ty sent 20 uh, uh said 9.99. Says, love, love, love your content. Gotta catch a playback during my mystery shopping auditing. I know that's right. I've always wanted to be a mystery shopper. I think those jobs are so fun. So have fun, mystery shopping, and thank you for the love. I appreciate you. Uh, Goth Boy, what's up, Goth Boy? He sent $9.99. He says, happy belated birthday, T. Love you so much. You have made such a big impact on my life by keeping my spirits up at my lowest moments in life. Your hard work is very much appreciated. Thank you for being genuine. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much, God. Boy, I appreciate you. And just thank you for being a real tea sipper, a real supporter. It means the world to me. You know, I love our conversations. You know what I'm saying? So thank you so much. I appreciate you. Um, let's see here. C sent $9.99 says, hey, T, this is my first super chat. I've been a tea sipper since 2011 when I was in the ninth grade. Keep doing what you do. I can't wait to catch the playback. Thank you so much for the love and support. And I'm glad that you've been here for so long. I appreciate you. Thank you. Um, let's see here. Ashley Parkson 5 says he's not innocent, but I still feel like Kelsey did it. Mm. Okay your opinion but thank you for the super chat sis uh bh uh or bh halets i probably butchered i'm sorry she sent five dollars she says don't forget the leprechaun put hands on august alcina uh, and violated his ppo by showing up at a concert in a costume with the baby thank you again everybody's acting like tory played no role in his actions and then remember on top of that he was writing messages talking shit about the judge the daddy came out there rock nation rock nation y'all acting a fool but y'all in the same breath want the, the same judge and the same court system to be lenient you can't have both so again tory kept poking the bear what he should have done was stay off social media don't make no tweets. Just lay low. Lay low. But he couldn't do that. Put hands on August Alcina. And remember, I caught him out about that. But again, for some reason, I should be sued and thrown in jail as if I just never held Tory accountable for nothing this little midget has done in the past two, three years on, on social media. He, remember that? 
August, I see late that man that he was in the elevator all bloodied up and shit. Blood was running down his lip. Because August Alcina didn't acknowledge him. And like I said in my live stream, when I talked about the situation, if he could do that to August Alcina in front of people, it wasn't captured on camera, but he did it in public. Imagine what he would do behind the scenes. Like this is not helping your argument. August never did nothing to this little man. And you put hands on him. So imagine what happened the night of the great fight with him, Kelsey, and Meg. I said all this in my stream, but you know, whatever, honey. People want to pick and choose what they want to, you know, listen to and whatever, hoodie child. So I don't, like I said, I just, I feel no ways. Everybody acting like he just, he did nothing. He, he had the most to lose. And when you had the most to lose, shh, shut the fuck up. Don't say nothing. The daddy out here toting all types of conspiracy theories. They got the little girl, bless her heart. The little girl was yelling about Rock Nation too. They locked up my Rock Nation. Bless her heart. She shouldn't even been there. The baby was crying. I mean, this was just a whole circus. And then y'all want me to lose sleep over this shit? Absolutely the fuck not. This entire case was a circus. Got the baby in a damn three-piece suit and shit every day. The little boy don't got school. Doing too much. They doing too much, but I should be thrown under the jail. Y'all, you crazy as hell, Navy Barbie. Fuck you. End that tweet. Y'all like when I be crossing my eyes. I talk, I don't I can't control when I do that. Like if I'm ranting or something, I don't know. I've just always done it. I don't know. People always laugh when I like cross my eyes. I used to do that to my kids all the time, make them laugh. Um, let's see here. Salad Sisters said 499. She said, Hey T, this is my first super chat. I love listening to you while I'm cleaning up my apartment. You help my time pass and you keep me informed. God bless. That is awesome. Thank you so much for coming through, sis. I hope you're enjoying this stream. Uh, GG106 says, I will always run my snacks and scream like a kid when T goes live. I know that's right, honey. I know that's right. You got this fucking lone bitch talking about I don't, you know, I should be under the jail. If I'm under the jail and I'm sued, how can I, you know what I mean, go live and, you know, just have fun with my tea sippers? Like, girl, you tried it. But thank you, GG. I appreciate you. Um, let's see here. The silent voice and $5 is T. Uh, all you said is the courts should handle it and she never should have tried to protect Tori. You never said she was lying. Thank you. Thank you. But again, you guys are real tea sippers. That's why, like I said, the ones who were crying, talking about you need to, you know, apologize. Apologize for what? Go back and watch my old shit. You know, so it's just, child, it, it, it's not even worth it to like explain yourself just let them let them get the roll on. Let them tweet. You know, let them keep adding me and sending me nasty messages. That's their energy. It ain't mine. So let me have fun, child. I hope Meg cuts y'all a check. Just make sure this. So let me say this to the hotties who are, you know, who somehow have some type of issue with me, whatever. Um, make sure that when she comes out, because you know she's going to drop music, you know. And one thing I've always said about Meg is that she's a very good rapper. And I feel like Meg can, she's one of the only girls, um, her and Amaretta, who can give Nikki a run. For her money. Meg can spit, period. So make sure when 
Meg drops her album, make sure y'all get her to number one. When Meg drops her album, because the way y'all are standing for her and cussing folks out and, you know, wanting folks to, you know, get locked up and all this goofy shit, make sure she is number one. Make sure y'all got her trending number one. Like John Woo uh, had Lotto trending. Y'all better, y'all better get it. Y'all better run, run, cowboy. Y'all better come together like the damn BTS army. She better be number one for weeks. All this damn galloping y'all's doing towards me. Y'all better gallop to the damn billboards and string her shit. When she drops, she better be number one. She better be the new female rapper. That is what I'm challenging y'all to do. Use y'all's energy for that. Y'all better gallop to the billboards. I want to see Meg number one since y'all go so hard for women. Make sure she ends up being number one. Y'all better get y'all's BTS on. Period, hotties. Okay? Y'all better run. Okay? That's all I got to say about that. When she drops, she better be number fucking one, okay? Because you know a lot of these men are not going to support her. The Tory fans are not going to support her. So if y'all are diehard fans, y'all better support her, period. Don't waste y'all's energy on me, child. Y'all better support her. Let's see here. Uh, I'm a fool, y'all. I'm sorry. <laughs> Chill, I'm sorry. <laughs> Lori and shit, titties just bouncing Sorry, y'all. <laughs> All right, Papa49 said, 499 says, hey, T-Line time viewer, I think you got put in it because you kept it objective and real. Everything is either on the internet. Everything is either or on the internet. Shake my head, no nuance. Thank you. That's exactly what it is. People have absolutely no nuance. You know, if you're not team this and team that and you look at stuff nuance and you're just neutral, you're the bad guy, you know? Again, we live in a world of stand culture. You're supposed to, you know, oh, I'm not allowed to like both. I can only like Cardi. I can only like Nikki. I can only like Lotto. It's the world of stand culture. I'm not from that culture, okay? When I was growing up, we liked everybody. We fucked with Brandy. We fucked with Monica. You know what I'm saying? We love TLC. We love Destiny's Child. We were just happy to see black women out here winning, making good music. I would never, you know what I'm saying, be a part of anybody's stand culture. I'm not doing that. You know what I'm saying? I fuck with some of the stands like that. You know, I like the lambs. You know, I like Barty gang, except for this bitch, Navy Barbie. Fuck Barty. Fuck her. But, you know, the other people in Barty gang, they've been real cool with me. You know what I'm saying? I got some of my favorite barbs. Shout out to Malachi. Shout out to Umbertone. So there's some barbs that I fuck with heavy, okay? Heavy. So it's like, I, I just, I can't do that. I'm, I'm not 15. I'm not 15. But yeah, there's no nuance on social media, unfortunately. You have to, you know, pick a side. Absolutely not. Let this, let the courts handle this. I have no jurisdiction over anything. My, what, what is my word? You think the court cares about me? Some fucking lady on YouTube running her damn mouth. They got to go and, and sort through all the evidence. It don't matter if I felt that he was guilty or not guilty. My opinion is irrelevant. We just do commentary. At the end of the day, the court, it is their job to doll out justice. And they have dolled it the fuck out. So why are y'all really mad? What are y'all still mad at? He was found guilty months ago. So I don't even understand, like, why all this started up again. Y'all drugged me six months ago. I said, damn, they back again? Can I live? Just weird. Six months ago, they was cussing me out. They back. Like a damn herpes sore or some shit. 
Bitch, we thought we, we, we thought we got rid of you. Popping up like fucking herpes and shit. <laughs> uh-uh, not y'all not knowing the Laura Lambs. I'm gonna need y'all to get it together. People in the chat talking about who are the lambs? We're not gonna do that to Miss Carrie, honey. We're not gonna do that. The loyal lambs are Mariah Carey's lambs, honey. They're the most peaceful, loving fandom out there. I love the loyal lambs. They came to me one time though. They did cuss me out one time. Y'all remember, and I don't care. I was right with my stance. Remember when Mariah Carey was singing during New Year's Eve and she just, she bombed. It was trash, I'm sorry. You know, Mariah can sing, that, that's my sis. But she did not do a good job at that New Year's special. I don't know, she was drunk, tipsy. I don't know, but it was trash. So I called her out. I was disappointed. Oh, shit, them lambs. They, I don't even know how lambs, well, we know horses run. I don't know, maybe lambs walk like this or some shit. Anyway, they showed up in my comments, honey, with their little sheeps and shit. See, that's foul. We've always supported you. How dare you talk about the queen? I'm like, the, the, I'm sorry, her performance was trash. I don't just go around trash, and I'm disappointed. I'm a, I'm a fan, too. Love Mariah. But that performance was trash. So that's really the only time I've ever beefed with the loyal lambs. Other than that, they rock with me. You know what I'm saying? It's water under a bridge. Shout out to the lambs. We're not going to do that. They they out here. They think. They think. They got that little dance that she doing. Them, they can't nothing people dance. You've seen that dance on TikTok and shit. That was started by the loyal lambs and Mariah Carey. So I'll be cracking when I see the little TikTok. If there's a camera up in here, it's going to leave with me when I do. <laughs> I need to go take a nap, child. We got 13,000 people in here. This has been a wonderful stream. I hope y'all are enjoying this. Uh, let me see here. Let me read some more super chats. Um, Didi truly said 999 says, Hey, beautiful T. I've been supporting you for years. I'm happy to catch a live. Keep being you. Sending plenty of hugs and love. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you, sis. Uh, Tabitha Camarillo sent 20. Says, T, I love that you keep receipts and don't forget shit. Sometimes you got to remind people. Amen, honey. Thank you. I appreciate it. Sometimes you do. Um, Harmony sent 199 says, I don't think you should be sued for an opinion. No, and I don't think you can sue anybody legally for an opinion. Again, I've never lied on this girl. I've never disrespected her, called her out her name. You know what I'm saying? Never done any of that. I've given my opinion on what I see of her character and how she acts on social media. Nothing more, nothing less. And again, just because I give my opinion does not mean that she's not a victim, does not mean that she didn't, you know, that she deserved it or anything like that. But I don't have to jail with nobody that y'all jail with, child. Next. Um, young Kobe sent 10 says, crazy parallel how Megan in the beginning and in the end will end up fucking over both friends, all over lies and alcohol and demon time, a demon time cautionary tale. Something that's built on a lie will always turn to shit. Mm. Now young Kobe getting deep in the chat, honey. Thank you for the super chat. Um, but yeah, that is, that's true. You know, this is a cautionary tale. And that's what I've said, you know, from when he was found guilty. Take this as a lesson learned. Take this as a cautionary tale. You know, sometimes when you're invoking demons and screaming demon time and all this stuff, sometimes demons will come through. Just saying. Oh, little Tay, thank y'all for reminding me. Thank y'all for reminding me. We got to talk about little Tay. Okay, thank y'all for reminding me. We got to talk about that. Okay. This broke my heart this morning. I'm not going to lie. Um, 
Malachi had tagged me on Telegraph. And so I wasn't expecting to see this. I thought it was going to be me getting tagged again about, you know, see, they're trying to, they trying to throw you in jail. I'm like, damn, what the hell? Another message? But no, it was about little Tay. And this shit, like, it took my breath away. Because y'all know I've talked about little Tay on this channel. And I was very worried for this little girl. Because it just, like, none of it made sense. So let me go ahead and pull up the story. The whole thing is just tragic. Oh man, she's currently trending number one on Twitter. Oh man, I hate that. I hate that. Oh, oh, I hate that. Here she is <laughs> with Volvicky writing, rest in peace, little Tay. So this was a statement. I just, man. They said, it is with heavy heart that we share the devastating news of our beloved Claire. Sudden and tragic passing. We have no words to express the unbearable loss and indescribable pain. This outcome was entirely unexpected and has left us all in shock. Her brother's passing adds an even more unimaginable depth to our grief. During this time of immense sorrow, we kindly ask for privacy as we grieve this overwhelming loss as the circumstances surrounding Claire and her brother's passing are still under investigation. Claire will forever remain in our hearts, her, our absence, leaving an irreplaceable void that will be felt by all who knew and loved her. First of all, I'm going to say this. So this is little Tay with the Louis and the money. Let me, let me see if we can play this video. Broke as hell, when I was six years old, I lived in Atlanta and I was broke as hell. But one day I woke up, I said to myself- They got music playing and shit. Nobody asked for a soundtrack. Let me see. This was her with her and Bo Vicky and Bo Baby. Everybody's using that same soundtrack. I can't play music, but let me say this about the situation. Um, this is why I always say it's very important to understand the type of legacy that you leave, no matter how young or how old. This was a young girl who was literally pimped out by her family, her, her older brother. Her older brother, I believe his name was Jason. Let me make sure I have his name. Yeah, Jason Ting. Let me share my tab here. This is her older brother. So basically, he was a struggle rapper. And I don't know if this is the dead brother. I'm not sure. It hasn't been confirmed. But he was a struggle rapper. And so he decided to basically have his him and the mom as well decided to use Little Tay to push an agenda. This was the clout era, the clout chasing era of like 2016, 2017 on Instagram. This is the Woe Vickies, the Bad Babies, the Supreme Patties, the Boot Gang, remember Boot Gang? 
So everybody was trying to do the most craziest stuff to go viral, to build a fan base, to get money. And so they came up with this little plot to basically have little Tay go to these homes that the mother was renting. Not renting, excuse me. She was a realtor. So she these were homes that she would show to like rich clients. So then they started using these homes to film little Tay and they're stunting. And they'd have her, you know, stunting. Like her boss was a millionaire, was like a multimillionaire. So she'd have her boss's car and Tay would film and everything else. So they were basically, so was Jason that passed? Okay, I wasn't sure if it was somebody said it was Jason that passed. I wasn't sure. But um, so the mother and Jason decided to just basically start posting these videos and they went viral. You know, this little girl was nine at the time, cussing like a sailor, carrying on. And eventually she made national news, right? So I remember her mom went like on national television, was trying to excuse it. And, oh, she doesn't act like that at school. She gets good grades, this and that. But it's like, she's nine. How do you think this is not going to affect her? She gets older and she's in school and people are Googling her and they're seeing her act like this. And parents are thinking that that's really how she acts and they don't want their kids around her. I can only imagine the things that this young girl was going through. So then her dad ends up going to go get her. Her dad was like, that was the final straw. He ends up getting full custody of little Tay. The, the, the court grant him custody. He takes little Tay. I think, I don't know if he lives in Canada or not, but, or they, I don't know. Somebody, something about Canada. I'm trying to remember. But um, the dad takes little Tay. And then maybe like a few months later, that same Instagram says that little Tay is being abused. The father's a horrible person, this, this, and that. And they're spreading all these lies. And then eventually it gets shut down and we hear nothing else about little Tay. Like I haven't even heard her name be mentioned in years. Um, the dad stepped up. He stepped up and did what he was supposed to do as a father. So all these, you know, some of these men crying, talking about, you know, the court system. If, you, if the baby's mother is that bad and she's that trash, you got to fight for your child. That father did that and he got his daughter out of the situation. Now, I don't know the circumstances of little Tay's death, but the fact that she's only 14 years old and she's passed is heartbreaking because this was a girl who was used by her mother and her brother, but I'm not even, I can't even blame him because he's a minor. He was like, what, 16? The mother's at fault for all this foolishness. You know, um, it's, just, it's just sad. It's really sad. And so now this young girl, this is all that's left. This is her digital footprint. This is what we have to remember her by. A bunch of antics, her screaming, cussing, acting a fool, running around with grown black rappers who were acting like she was some type of accessory instead of shutting the shit down. That's why I say you gotta be careful with the, the way, the imprint that you leave the world. I talked about this on stage at the, um, the women's thing that I did in Atlanta, the women's expo. I talked about that. You know, understanding and knowing what your legacy is going to be. Because once this physical body's gone, we're not all gonna be here. You know, I'm, I'm blessed to see another birthday. I wasn't even supposed to be here past the age of 18. So I'm, I'm glad that I've made it to this big age. Life don't stop once you hit 30, contrary to popular belief on social media, that somehow once you hit 30, you're just, you know, you're dead and, you know, your life is over. You have plenty of life to live. You're only halfway. But I say that to say, 
Now, once all this is gone, right, the physical world, your physical body, we can't take none of this stuff with us, houses, jewelry, cars, none of that is coming with us. What is the legacy that you've left? When people go to look you up, will it be a legacy of something good? Will people speak of you highly? Did you help others? Did you look out for others? Or is your legacy just full of just drama, muck? Lies, slander, bullshit. This was a young girl who started her legacy on the internet at the age of nine on the wrong foot. And that's not who little Tay was. I could tell by watching this, the little girl didn't want to do it. There was some behind the scenes footage that leaked of her brother like literally Punking her. You need to say it like this. You need to be more ghetto. You need to be more hood. And her cheeks are flushed. She's literally frustrated. And this is why, and I don't know if I said this in my last stream, maybe I did, but this is why they're going to start cracking down on a lot of these kids on social media, a lot of these family vlogs. Because in Hollywood, there's control. A little bit. You can't be on set past, you know, six to eight hours, depending on your age. But we don't know how long these kids that we're watching who are viral, how long they're filming and these parents are having them redo scenes over and over again. So there's gonna be a lot of laws and regulations coming down the pipeline as they should be. Because you have a lot of these parents, siblings, pimping out their younger siblings, parents pimping out their kids for a check. Nobody cares about the parents. Nobody gives a damn about the Ace family. They're trash. People are invested in these kids that they keep having for a check. So I think the whole situation is just really, really sad that Claire, who Claire was, we don't know. We don't know Claire's digital footprint. We don't know what Claire liked to do in school, what her favorite subjects were, who her friends were her hobbies, her activities. That's what we should know about a nine to 14 year old. But what do we have left of Claire? We have little Tay. So it is sad. Like when I tell you like my heart broke and then my oldest son came in here and also told me about it. And I'm like, that. it just, it broke my heart because she was young. So she, she, she'll never get a chance to rectify this. She'll never get a chance to say, you know what, you guys, I'm 18 now. I'm not under my father and I want to talk about my legacy as little Tay and what I went through. She'll never have a chance to share her story with the world. It's sad. It's real sad. Like I'm, I'm heartbroken for her. 14 is too young and I don't know what happened. I don't know if it was the S word. If, you know, obviously something criminal, if they're saying there's still an investigation, I'm not going to say obviously, but I'm, I'm thinking more, more than likely. Because 14-year-olds don't just tend to, you know, die. Most 14-year-olds are relatively healthy. So something, especially they're saying she's dead, the brother's dead, something, something's not right with all of this. And hopefully we'll get more information as the days go on. But yeah, this, this story was really, really sad. Really, really sad. Really sad. So take this, like I said, for me, in all of these stories, in anything going on in the world, I always try and take a lesson from everything. You know, 
when I do commentary, I always try and drop little jewels. I want people to take lessons from things. Like I always tell you, learn from the mistakes of other people so that way you're not destined to repeat them. You know, while it's it's fun and games to see things trend and, you know, Tory versus Megan and free Tory hashtag and, you know, Megan didn't do it or y'all don't support black women. At the end of the day, learn a lesson from all of these situations so that way you don't find yourself in the same situation. Treat people better. Be a genuine friend. Make better decisions on who you let around you in your inner circle. And don't invoke Anita demons by screaming demon time. So learn from all of this stuff, even with little Tay. You know, it's sad. It's really, really sad. Some of, oh God, I've been out here for two hours. Chad, I was supposed to leave 30 minutes ago. Y'all got me still going. I believe that was it, right? I don't have anything else. That was it. Okay. Let me read these last few super chats and I'm going to go. Mr. J. Pauline sent $100. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you for the super chat, love. Um, Yo mama's papas, my Cali people. Thank you for the $100 super chat. Uh, they said, man, I've been MIA, but I'm still faithfully supporting my favorite place to get the tea. Keep your head up, tea. Uh, Fatademics. Ooh, child. Ooh, the shade. Uh, Vlad, <laughs> Vlad Dracula. The shade. Um, our what? Low vibrational channels. You are the best from the West Side with love. Oh my gosh. My your mama's papa's went gangster. They said, what song? <laughs> thank you so much for the super chat. I appreciate you. And thank you for just always supporting my channel. That means a lot to me. So thank you. She went straight west side, honey. She said she's here from Cali. She went, she went sea walking on them, okay? Thank you so much. I appreciate the love. Um, let's see here. KP sent $20. She said, keep telling the truth, T. Thank you so much, sis. I definitely will. Uh, Ken sent $19.99. Says, happy belated. Every time you go live, it makes my day. Thanks for being informative. I'm sorting my expenses and sipping this tea. I love you. Love you too. And definitely, definitely, definitely save your expenses. I'm telling y'all, now is not the time to splurge. Um, put a little bit of money aside, things are going to start getting higher and higher. If you got to decide, should I get, you know, this new bag, brand new shoes? If you still have shoes that still look nice and, you know, are still wearable, might want to hold off and that extra money, just put it to the side. Because when I tell you, it's going to suck to be, you know, uh, Versace down, Givenchy down, and you can't pay your light bill. So, yes. You're doing the right thing, sorting through your expenses. So keep it up, bro. Thank you for the super chat. Um, Angel sent 199 says, T, I love when you speak on deeper topics. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. You know, sometimes I get scared to go so deep on YouTube because you know, they be ready to you know, flag my stuff and mess with my stream. But I really wanted to talk about everything that was going on in Niger because I just don't want people to get too distracted. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, Kiki, drag me, you know, Call me everything but a child of God, honey. But just just know there's some shit coming down the pipeline. And it's definitely spiritual. You know what I'm saying? It's definitely technological. And it's definitely going to it's definitely gonna affect everyone globally. Okay? So thank you for the super chat. Um, uh, KN says, T, I'm glad you've taken time to double down on your opinion about Tori and Meg. 
Side note, please Google little Tay. Yeah, we just talked about Tay. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah, I'm a double down. Yeah, like tweets don't scare me. So I'm, I'm definitely going to double down. I said what I said. It is what it is. You know, again, like I always tell people, you don't control anything I do. I'm a grown woman. You only control yourself. So if I bother you, if, if my spirit irritates your demons, the only thing you can do is unsubscribe, unfollow, and leave me the fuck alone. Block my channel. That's, that's all you can control. You're not going to stop me from coming on YouTube, going live, making my videos, posting what we post on social media. I'm still going to do tea always. So again, you only control yourself. So thank you, sis. I appreciate you. Um, Dora, Dora, not the explorer. <laughs> I like that name. She says, hey, T, I felt the same way when you came for Cisco because I love me some Drew Hill. Thanks for the apology. I saw them live the other day along with SW, SWB, <laughs> SWBB and Jodeci. It was amazing. Thank you for the live. You're so welcome. Yeah. I don't feel like I went back and I watched. I was like, oh my gosh, I was like really dragging Cisco. And I really did not mean to. I am a fan of Drew Hill. You know what I'm saying? Like I grew up with them. So I love Cisco. I love Drew Hill. So he just got, he kind of just kind of fire. Forgive me. Okay. You know, sometimes, you know, when you go out, you know, you just kind of pop off. But yeah, nothing but love. He definitely put in work. You know, he's definitely, you know, an icon. You know, he put in his work in the industry. So nothing but love to him. So yeah, I'm not, I'm not too big to where I can't apologize and, you know, take things back. I'm, I'm never going to be that big ever. You know what I'm saying? So thank you so much, sis. Uh, Jay, Jay Williamson, 499 said, don't forget the last story. Thank you, Jay. We covered it. Um, Marlon Harrison sent 20 says it's crazy how the media got quiet on the Montgomery beatdown. He didn't have a problem dragging Kai when his mess was 24 seven, just a few days before. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. When Kai Sinet did all that stuff in New York, it took them a lot not to call him the N word child on Twitter. They was going in. They wanted him arrested and thrown in jail. And, you know, this 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 was nothing but a, a big thug circus. Oh, there was so much commentary on Kai Sinet, But Alabama beat down? Crickets. Crickets. So I peeped it. I peeped it. Um, Coffee Brown sent $5. Says, first live. I will go back to the beginning. You're a fave. Love you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, sis. Thanks for coming through. Um, let's see here. T is about to tell Elon to fact check the poom pooms on her timeline. I love your streams. Always informative and hilarious. Thank you so much, um, Akira. I appreciate you, sis. Thank you for the super chat. Um, your friend's friend, Sam 499 says, I had a friend that told me that if I'm neutral, I side with the ops and I can't be trusted. I'm like, no, I understand nuance. Yeah. Now I'll say this. It does depend on the situation, right? Like you can't, you can't click up with my enemy. Like if we're friends and I'm talking about real friends, we cool. You, you can't, you can't click up with the ops. You can't be neutral when it comes to stuff like that, because if you're hanging with somebody that does not like me, what the fuck do y'all hoes got in common? If this broad don't like me, but you're, well, I'm friends with both of y'all. I'm going to make the decision for you. You go be her friend. So certain situations, like I, I see what you're saying, 
But for me, for real life stuff, in certain situations, I'll make that decision. You know what I'm saying? Even with certain people, they be like, oh, I don't know if I should choose between you. You ain't got to choose, honey. We'll make the decision for you. Block. Go on over there. You ain't got to announce anything. You don't have to make no choice. You know what I mean? So I feel that. Like, if you if we're friends, you, you can't be friends with my ops. You can't do that. Now, if we're talking about something like this that does not affect you one way or another, this Meg Stallion situation, or just what, like, let's say Amaretta, she was beefing with Asian Doll the other day. You can, stuff like that, you can be like, well, the nuances, I understand nuance. That's cool. So certain things, I get what you're saying. Certain things, I will be in the middle. I will be nuanced about. I will be unbiased. But when it comes to real friendships, no, we don't roll with no ops, honey. I don't want no ops in my court. Because again, if you're my friend and you, you're friends with my enemy, what y'all talking about? Y'all talking about me. What else do y'all have in common? Or when they're talking about me, what are you saying to defend me? So I definitely get when people say that. I definitely get when people say that. But when it comes to things that like, you know, that don't affect you or your friendship, you have the right to be neutral and keep a new, uh, a nuanced stance. But when it comes to like friendships and the way you move, you got to be loyal to the people who are loyal to you. You know what I'm saying? And that's one of the things that just never vibe with my spirit with Meg. She has no loyalty to anybody. And I'm big on loyalty. So for me, I, I can't vibe with that type of person. I just can't. And I'm not going to apologize for that. Again, it doesn't mean that she deserves anything, but I just can't vibe with that. You can't be Kim with Nikki one minute and talking about I write. And then we turn around and now you, you know, wet ass coochie with Cardi. It's just weird. It's weird to me. And that's why her and Nikki have been beefing ever since. Well, not really. I can't even say her and Nikki. That's why Nikki's been beefing with her. Meg ain't really been beefing with Nikki. It's more of a one-sided thing. But that's why Nikki feels a way to this day. You know, so. Yeah, you, you just can't do that. You can't, you know, you can't move certain ways. It's just too much. Uh, Writer Boy sent 199 says, how do you stay motivated? Ooh, that's a good question. I think, one, I think I have, like, I have really dope fans, supporters, tea sippers, you know, however you want to describe them. They keep me motivated. I say that. I think anytime you do commentary, anytime you do something on social media, you know, you have to have your fans there who enjoy what you do. I feel like every time I go live and I come on here, I feel like, you know, it's almost like checking in with family. Like you notice even like super chats and certain names I read, I know my fans. Like I know your mama's papa is from Cali. Like it's not, it's like, I don't know. I just feel like I have a real connection with people. I don't forget a lot of stuff. You know, when I see a name, it's like, oh, that's the OGT sipper. Like I really have a connection with the people on this channel. So I think for me, that's what keeps me motivated. You know what I mean? And I just, I don't listen to a lot of the outside noise. I just, I don't care. I don't have the energy. I think I'm in a space now and I'm at an age. Like when you're young, you're insecure, right? You're more insecure when you're young because you feel like you have to act a certain way. You feel like, you know, you have, you can't really be yourself. You want to fit in with everybody. You know, you want everybody to be your friend. And once you get to a certain age, you just get more comfortable in your skin. You know what I'm saying? I just speak my truth. And 
I don't know how to not speak how I feel. I, I can't come on and be fake and, you know, just go with the go along to get along. You know, well, if everybody's saying this, I have to be over here. If everybody's saying this, I have to be over here. No. So I think that's what motivates me is that we live in a day and time when you're not allowed to just think outside the box. You're not allowed to call things out for what it is. Everybody has to do this whole group thing thing. And I think for me, because I refuse to do that, that is motivation. Because I want people to understand that you don't have to go with just what's popular with what everybody's saying. You have the right to have an opinion. And if somebody doesn't like that, it is what it is. Just like with what Neil's going through right now. You know, people are dragging him and mad at him because he said he wouldn't let his kids, you know, I guess transition. And so he had to come on and say, I don't care if I get canceled. This is my opinion. This is what I, I'm not gonna allow in my household. And I think we've gotten away from that where we can't just have dialogue. So I think that's what really motivates me is just to be able to come on here and have real dialogue, regardless if people agree or disagree. It's just dialogue. I enjoy dialoguing with people. So I hope that answers your question. And thank you so much for the um, super chat. I appreciate you. So yeah, man. Somebody said, I love these extendo streams. Y'all, I'll be ready to go after an hour and y'all always keep me on longer than I be trying to stay on. It's so crazy. Um, let's see here. JT says, Hey T, thanks for this info. As a person who is first generation American to Nigerian parents like you, I want to make a difference just like you. That's awesome. Thank you so much. And yeah, you know, we, we have to get on one accord. You know, we have to know what's going on everywhere here in the States, here in Africa, here in Europe, because at this point in the world that we're living in, Whatever goes on in one country is going to affect us all. So we have to be abreast of that. So thank you for the super chat. Um, Stephen Cadwell says, Leo Gang in the house. Keep doing it, Big T. Thank you so much. Shout out to Leo Gang. We still in Leo season. Gang, gang. <laughs> all the Leos out there. Um, TJ said 999. Uh, says, T, people have been trolling on an old, bald Ukrainian hater all week. We love you. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate you, TJ. Thank you for the super chat. Uh, Ty Tyson, $5 says, you're amazing, auntie. Love you. I know this is unrelated to what you spoke on, but can you say, I'm going to leave Will? I'm going to leave Will. 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 I can't believe to say that oh my gosh we are so over the jada pinkett august alcina situation child i guess amelie will never gets old thank you for the super chat sis <laughs> um let's see here um getting lucky in kentucky says baby i'm 41 and i have one kindergartner no that's right you had to you okay kindergartner huh that's fun that's such a fun age like my kids are so grown. I I really like want to like some days I want to start over and then some days I'm just like, no, I like my freedom, child. I like my freedom cuz you know you got little kids, you can't have nice shit. And these kids are at an age now, y'all, like I told y'all before, I got nice furniture. I got a light colored couch. I ain't never had no light colored couch. Never had accent chairs. Ones that swivel with boys. You know the boys from getting them chairs and just spin each other around. You can't have nice shit with little kids. 
So I got to remember that. Because when my little niece and nephew come over, oh, they be wrecking shop. Auntie, what's this? Uh-uh, put down them crystal balls. Know how much that shit cost? Y'all ain't got no damn money. Little kids love touching shit. When you got kids, you got to have brown and black furniture because they spill stuff. Now I can have light-colored carpet. I've never been able to have light-colored carpet. So I've really been debating. Do I want to start over? Because it's cute when you, you know, when you breastfeeding them and shit, but then they got to learn how to walk. They be coloring on walls and stuff. I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. Don't know. <laughs> then you got a potty train. Oh, my gosh. You shitting on the steps. <laughs> well, why did you put on your diaper? What, the, what is this? But I love them. I love little kids. I love my, when my nieces and nephews come over. I love the babies. But child, when I tell you, they were in my swivel chair, my niece and nephew. They were taking turns just spinning each other around. I'm just like, breathe, T. Breathe. They're like, Auntie, this is so fun. I'm just like, oh my God, please don't break this damn chair. <laughs> so bless you with your kindergartner at 41. Because, you know, as you get older, you just want to come home and relax. I couldn't even imagine running behind a kindergartner at my big age right now. Oh my gosh, I did all that in my damn teens and 20s. <laughs> so I think, you know, I really, you know, maybe I will be blessed with a grandbaby. Y'all not going to be able to tell me shit once I have me a grandbaby, honey. Because I can have my grandbaby and then be like, uh-uh, go to your dad. I need a break. So that's what I'm kind of low-key waiting for. Because then that way I can give it back. But if I have a kid, I'm going to be stuck with it for the next 18 years at least. <laughs> no, for life. Man, like I got to pay child support some shit. For life. It's going to be my kids for life. But yeah. Maybe I'll just, yeah, but I do. Everybody's like, you should have a little girl. I'm like, okay. Like, it's a lot. It's a lot, honey. I would love to have like a little girl. You know, I got the boys. It would be fun to have like a little, you know, little T. So I can do her hair and stuff. So I can put up in little matching outfits. You know, have mommy, daughter, you know, sipping parties and stuff. But child. Literally the day after my niece and left, nephew left, I was going around the house, Windex, wiping down windows, wiping down the patio, because they put their hands everywhere. All you saw was little handprints on everything. I said, damn, this is what it's like to have little kids. Because the older ones, they just leave crumbs everywhere. Their friends come through with McDonald's and Chipotle, got taco crumbs on the table. Got to get the little vacuum, the little counter vacuum. That's easy. I said, damn, it's my birthday weekend and I'm cleaning. All these damn hand prints and all this glass and windows. Let me stop. <laughs> I love the babies. I don't know if I can do it over again, child. Getting lucky says, girl, this is my only child. I was scared to have kids. I don't blame you. Them kids are not easy, sis. But no, that's a fun age though. Yeah, that's fun. Kindergarten is so fun. Like I still have like all of my boys' first day of kindergarten pictures and you know, all that stuff. So kindergarten is such a fun age. You know, they they talk a lot, they ask a lot of questions, honey. Oh my gosh. I miss them days. I miss them days. Now they're grown and they drive and you know, they come and go. So it's different. Um, Travis Sim 499 says, T, I love your channel, been rocking with you since 2017. Today is another Leo birthday. The late, great Whitney Houston, rest in peace, the voice. Oh my gosh. I didn't know it was uh, Whitney Houston's birthday. Rest in peace to her. Thank you for the super chat. 
Rest in peace to the queen, honey. Dang. It seems like just yesterday that, that she passed. And now it's 2023. Mm. Her, Prince, and Michael can never, ever, ever be duplicated, honey. Uh, J Jersey Girl sent two, said, get the kids a sit and spin. 70s, 80s baby toy. That is too funny. I'm going to have to get them a set of toys that when they come and visit, so that way they can be occupied. Child, they treated my house like a big old toy. They was just running around and, and then my ass trying to catch up with them, can't breathe and shit, trying to run upstairs behind. <sighs> Y'all fly Uh-uh. Get up there. Oh, my gosh. They be having me running all around this house. I just, when they left, I just laid on the couch. Just... <laughs> oh, and they here for like six hours. So I don't know what I'm going to do with a child that got to live here. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> So with that being said, y'all, I've been on here for two hours and 24 minutes. It is time for me to go. I pray that y'all enjoyed this stream. Um, thank y'all for coming through. Did I read that? Oh, uh, Lorena sent $49.99. She says, T, you are incredibly informative, knowledgeable. Your expertise is truly impressive. Thank you. Thank you so much. That is so humbling to hear. I really, really appreciate it. And just thank you all for the support. Um, I got another super chat. Uh, Sin Kowale sent $49.99. She says, South American countries are also turning their backs on America and siding with other people. China just partnered with my country in Peru to make a whole transcontinental train. We won't need American companies for exports anymore. It is getting real. Talk about it. Talk about it. The South American countries are also going in and they're turning their backs. Remember, I said a few months ago when we had our Zoom meeting, and I said the rule's going to the rule and the Chinese dollar. I think there's is like the yuan or something like that. They're going to be the next dollar. They're going to overtake the American dollar. And when Russia was exporting oil, the first thing he did, he said, anybody who wants to buy Russian oil, you have to pay for it in Russian currency. We're not taking the US dollar. This was a year ago. And look where we're at now. I told y'all, um, the yen, is that what it is? The RMB? I don't, the yuan? Y'all know what you, y'all writing in the chat. But look where we're at a year later. I told y'all over a year ago, Vladimir is playing the long game. Okay? While that man with the big, thick-ass Coke bottle glasses, the owner of Instagram, all the shit he was talking, this is unfair. How dare you pull the Russian people off the Instagram? Y'all pull regular black people off Instagram all the damn time. Hell, my Instagram is gone right now. You crying about the damn Russians being pulled off the Instagram with them damn Coke bottle glasses. They was fogging up. He was so upset. Remember Netflix? They tried to get involved in this shit. And what did he do? He said, y'all want to get involved? Y'all want to talk shit? The whole country's coming off the internet. Remember all them Russian influencers was crying and shit and making everybody go to Telegram? I was, a, I was in a Russian Telegram, bitch. Don't speak no Russian. The lady was in there crying. What's the vodka? She, I don't know no Russian words besides vodka, honey. She was in that Telegram room crying. I'm just sitting there sipping and shit. Don't know nothing that's going on. Everything's in Russian. Oh, we're trying to translate and shit. He said, y'all will use the Russian internet going forward. Y'all not using the World Wide Web. Bitch, you want to be a Russian cat, girl? You're going to use the Russian internet. Okay? So 
I told y'all a year ago this man was playing the long game. Everybody thought, oh, they took the worldwide web away from uh, Vladimir Putin. I said, y'all don't know about Rudy? Y'all don't know that he got his own internet? He been working on his own internet infrastructure for the past 10 years? No, because y'all are worried about Tory and his bald spot. <laughs> Thank you. Lady J says, T, you caught it. Thank you. Thank you. Y'all remember when I drugged the, the damn CEO of Instagram a year ago? Drug his ass by them foggy ass glasses. The audacity of him to cry about Vladimir taking Russians off of Instagram and you take black people off of Instagram every day on your platform for speaking their truth. I couldn't go live on Instagram for two years because I was speaking the truth and showing what was going on during the George Floyd riots here in my city in Minneapolis. They banned me for two years from going live. But y'all cried because the Russians, you know what I'm saying, got booted off of the internet. Child, whatever. But yeah, it's a lot going on in the world. Uh, let's see here. Ali said 1999 says African leaders are just pimping themselves to the highest bidder and will do nothing for their people. They are going from one devil to the next. Warner Group is on the ground in those uranium rich countries securing the, the Wagner Group, excuse me, the Wagner Group securing their bag. Oh, yeah. But I think what's also happening, there's a shift now. The people are getting tired. The regular people are getting tired. They're tired of the governments too because nothing is trickling down to the people. It's only the presidents and the people in power, the parliaments. They're the only ones seeing any benefit. And now President Tinubu, he wants to sit here and go to the Nigerian people and say, you all may need to, you know, side with us and fight in this war with the West against Niger. The audacity of you to ask people right now who are literally starving, don't even have electricity themselves half the time, to now go fight in this war that has nothing to do with them for now. It's, it's all a farce. Remember, when you really think back to all of this, it really started during the Arab Spring back in 2011. Remember the same energy. Remember people were protesting back then. What was going on in America back in 2011? Occupy Wall Street, Zuccotti Park. Y'all forgot about that? Remember what popped off the Arab Spring? It was a merchant. He was a poor merchant. They couldn't get bread. They couldn't get food. And he sat in the market. He set himself on fire. People are tired globally. And they use the Arab Spring. They use the Libyan people, got in their ear, got in their head, and told them Gaddafi was the bad guy. Because again, Gaddafi was trying to bring Pan-Africanism to Africa. He was trying to make it where when you call anybody who has family back home in Africa, when you call, you gotta go through Europe. They gotta have phone cards. You can't just call to Africa. You can't just call to the Caribbeans. And this was before people was really using WhatsApp like that. You have to buy phone cards. Everything's going to Europe. They have their hands in the pot. So before you can even call back home, you have to be connected to Europe and then they connect you. 
He was trying to stop that. Why are we paying them to connect us when we can build our own infrastructure here and have people call here directly? Like you can call to Europe directly. Y'all seen that picture that white man posted on Twitter that's gone viral? Libya before. Look how the Libyan people are now suffering. And they're not trying to have history repeat itself. Like I said before earlier in the, in the stream, learn from the mistakes of other people so you're not destined to repeat them. Everybody watched what happened to Libya. They're not playing no more. So it's going to be a waiting game. It's going to be interesting to see, you know, what ends up happening as far as like all this stuff. But um, like I said, just do y'all's research, understand what's going on, understand why we might get pulled into this. We need that uranium. It is about the minerals. Everything is being depleted. And it's getting real out here. So again, like I said, expect to see higher everything. Lady J said, I never knew about Libya. Oh, yeah. Y'all really have to go and research all of this stuff. Um, even like a lot of the leaders and things like that. <laughs> yeah. He said the whole time Putin was watching. Yes. Remember, he gave that speech. Y'all got to remember, like I kept saying. He's playing the long game. Remember the speech that he gave? We posted on Discord. He gave that speech to the African, I believe it was the African Union. And he said, what has the West and Europe given you guys? They treat you like slaves. They come in. They take your minerals. They take your oil. And you guys don't even have roads. You guys don't even have electricity. Remember, he said this. And even that wasn't really enough. Then he said, you know what, I'm going I'm, I'm to pour more sauce on there. Now I'm going to wipe y'all's debt. Let's see if the West can wipe y'all's debt. They can't even wipe the debt here. Remember, he was supposed to pay off y'all student loans. How did that go? They can't even pay off your student loans. How do you think they're going to pay off the debt in America or pay off debt to Africa? Putin is playing the long game. Yeah, he's in the Caribbeans too. Yep. It's a lot of corruption going on. And like I said, that's why I really feel like that whole situation that went down in Alabama to me was very spiritual because it is a it's basically it's basically a mirror to what's going on globally, not just in Niger, but South Africa, Burkina Faso, and so many other countries. So it's a lot, man. It's a lot. Uh, getting Lucky in Kentucky says, my child's father and family are just not bringing air conditioning to Burkina Faso. Yes, <clears throat> that's what I'm saying. A lot of these African countries are really suffering because of the people on top. They get rich. They keep the money to themselves and they don't spread the wealth. Nigeria should be one of the richest countries on the continent. One of. But it's just the corruption. People get into power. They don't want to leave. None of their kids go to school in Nigeria. They send all their kids overseas to get educated. When they get sick, 
You think they're going to Nigerian doctors? You think they're waiting in the village to be seen? No, they're flying to Europe to go get the best medical care. When their mistresses want to get a BBL and breast implants and all that shit, they're going to Europe. And the people are tired of it. They're just tired. Um, Elisa sent $49.99 says, T, I've been a fan for more than a decade. We're from the, ge the same generation and I appreciate you. I'm Latina and I hope you keep people accountable, including my people. Thank you so much, Elisa. I really appreciate you, sis. And you know, honey, I do. You remember when all the damn Latinos came from me, honey? Remember all the Mexicans? They got mad when I was keeping my foot on Takashi 69. Who remembers when the Mexicans came from me? They look like people come from me all the time. It is what it is, okay? They got mad because I kept, because I called it out. I said, why are black men allowing Takashi 69 to play with their life like this? He's over here instigating shit. He's in Cali starting drama. But you notice he's not walking around with his essays. I know a lot of tough Mexicans from LA. They don't play that shit. Why is he not hiring them to secure them? Why is he, this little Mexican man, being secured by these big black security guards? And, you know, it seems like a lot of, like, Mexican people got mad. You can be talking about 6 9 and leave our culture out your mouth and don't be using the word essay. I said essay, 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 essay. I will use that word like I use any other word. You don't get to sip on black tea. You don't get to enjoy when I talk about black dysfunction. And now when I'm talking about the Latinos, now I can't talk about it. Absolutely not. If you fuck with me, you fuck with me. I talk about it all. I hold everybody accountable. Black, white, Latino, Asian, gay, straight, whatever. Right is right. Wrong is wrong. But it's cool because all my real Latino tea sippers, they call me Tia T. They be like, Tia T, okay? I'm their Tia. And they have my back. They're like, T, don't play their asses no mind. We don't even rock with 6 9 like that. He's an embarrassment and a, and a damn disgrace. Okay, so they was keeping it real. They was windmilling in the chat. Mexican flags and all, honey. So they had my back. <laughs> so I appreciate you. Thank you so much for the super chat. I appreciate you, sis. Man, this has been a wonderful stream, y'all. Um, Oh, my God, y'all keep on wanting to talk. Pineapple Girl sent $5. Says, T, you're right about China. The curse of 35, the laying down. It is serious over there. Y'all, we have to wake up. Yes, and also another thing in South Korea, they are stabbing people like crazy. So be very careful in South Korea. They are on some type of stabbing rampage. You know, everybody likes to talk about America and our guns, but y'all be quiet when all these other countries be, be going on drive-by stabbings and shit. There are crazy men in South Korea on the train stabbing folks. So there's a lot of turmoil going on in the world. Yes, they're running around stabbing. Shout out to my Latinos in the chat. Anna Ramirez says, Sipping from Mexico. I know that's right, sis. All the way from Mexico. Thank you. Appreciate y'all. All right, you guys. This has been a long stream. Let me go. I promise this time. I thank everybody for coming. Oh, God. Here go another one. <laughs> Rona Red sent five says, when I was in Ghana, I remember my cousin telling us that in school, they only teach European history. They don't even learn about their own history. That is facts. That is facts. Our languages are dying in Africa. I have cousins right now in Nigeria who can't even speak Yoruba. 
they speak English. You're in Nigeria and you can't even speak Yoruba. Make that make sense. It's crazy. It is crazy. So y'all, I gotta go. This is getting long. Oh my gosh, they got me so washed out on here. StreamYard, you're trash. Y'all, please find me when this stream is over. Please write where else I can stream from because I'm just tired of them watching my video, playing with my audio. I need to find somebody else to stream with because this video looks crazy. But um, on that note, I love you guys and thank you guys for just always having my back. You know, nothing bad against me, nothing, you know what I'm saying, formed against me shall prosper. You know what I'm saying? God has my back. So whatever weirdos want to wish bad on me is going to bounce right off because I'm highly protected and highly favored. And I appreciate you guys for just always just having my back and going hard for me. So everybody stay blessed, stay informed. Please do your research on what's going on globally. Um, like I said, we can always come together and kiki and talk about celebrity stuff, but understand that there's real things in the real world that are affecting us globally. Okay. So on that note, you guys, bye. Love y'all. Talk to y'all later.